What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 45 of the No Mercy podcast. Magic number 45 in honor of the greatest president ever to walk the face of the earth. I usually tell you about everything we're going to cover on the podcast, but you guys are going to hear it. I wanted to take this minute just to thank you guys all for uh, tuning in, whether it be on our discords to this No Mercy podcast to... Uh, on social media, chat rooms, Instagram lives, everywhere you guys have been. We keep getting wiped off everywhere uh, trying to fight this fight. And uh, you guys have followed us and, and stood by us, and, and we really appreciate it. I speak for the whole team, uh, everyone on the team. I won't even name names. You know who they are. But uh, we really appreciate you guys. We really love you guys. And I do want you to take a second just to think. I know everyone's looking to usher out 2020 saying, fuck this year. But um, I think this was one of the greatest years of my personal life, and I went through hell on a million different facets. Don't need to go into them. You know what they were. But, I mean, if you really just stop and think about where we were in December of 2019 as far as, you know, talking to your friends about the moon or adrenochrome or rigged elections or any of the shit that we were talking about in 2019, getting crazy looks left and right. And then if you look at where we're at in December of 2020, how we can have conversations about some of the, some of the stuff that we were afraid to even publicly talk about. And we could openly talk about it. And this is openly discussed. And people are waking up and everyone is totally aware of the manipulation, the fraud and the chaos that's been going on behind the scenes. I think this was not only a great year, but a necessary year for this country, for us as Americans and patriots to, to really now finally feel, no matter how this next 20 days goes, to know that there's enough of us to make a difference if we all decide to. So... In my opinion, as someone who's been following conspiracies and all kinds of crazy shit for over 20 years now, I feel like I finally have people around me and communities that, whether it be 4Deep, how we're in there every night till 7 a.m. talking about this stuff, or the podcast or just regular conversations I see everywhere. A lot happened this year good. I know there was a lot of bad, but a lot of good happened. A lot of evils were exposed. And the awakening happened. The awakening is over. 2021, you'll hear me talk about the New Year's revolution in this podcast. If Bob tries to tell you he made it up, don't believe him. Totally mine. Things Tommy G invented. Definitely me. Make your own decision, but definitely mine. Um, the New Year's revolution is upon us, and 2021 should be the year of action. So in 2020, we spread the word. We got the word out. We woke people up. In 2021, time to make some shit happen. So that is my message to you. Enjoy the last days of 2020 and get ready to actually act in 2021 because no matter how this goes, there's going to be some big decisions that are going to need to be made across the board for all of us where we're going to need to you know, take a stand and stand up for what we believe in. So good to have you guys on our team, good to be on your team, and I uh, look forward to many, many episodes and many, many more years of talking to you guys uh, through this microphone. So without further ado, hit it, Bobby. It's the No Mercy Podcast with Tommy G. We sure like talking about conspiracies. The party begins when we're four drinks deep. That's when we start trying to rip pill the sheep. Create the mayhem. We create the mayhem. The bot is a gay alien. Create the mayhem. We create the What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 45. The finally we got to number 45 in honor of 45. We are here with the No Mercy Podcast. I'm joined by 
my annoyingly thin, musically inclined nerd of a cousin who loves Tetris, Bob's <laughs> lessons. Bob, what's up, brother fucker? Annoyingly thin. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. But yeah. hey, so did you win your plus eight fifty today? That that you had to push off this podcast for two hours yes. to record. Yes, we did actually win it. So. So yes. You hit the eight fifty. We Good. hit the eight fifty. Fucking sat around for two and a half hours playing Tetris. Now I'm not gonna have sex for three months. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay because that's why you're a nerd because you play so much Tetris. So it correlates. <laughs> yes, we did win the plus eight fifty. We bet uh, Wisconsin was down fourteen nothing to start the game, and the chat room was like, "What the fuck?" Going crazy, and I was like, "We're gonna win. Trust me, we're gonna win this game." I'm like, "Not only we bet Wisconsin first half, we bet them to tie the first half." plus 850 mm -hmm. and then they came back and won the game by like 21 points so uh it's been a bonanza at four deep bets uh for the last, for today definitely but uh for those of you that don't know we do have a promotion going for you guys if you'd like to join four deep the number four deep bets.com uh promo code holiday 20 and uh for those of you that are subscribers already check your email we have a banging promotion for you guys, the OGs who've been there with us from the beginning. So I uh, won't do, I probably just did a promo to start the podcast, so I won't do it again right now. Which you just did. You just happened to just slot, you know, slide that in right at the beginning. Yes, I yeah. like that. That was good. The problem is I do the intro after we record the podcast. So right now right. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure to say this. And then at the beginning I say it, and now they just probably heard it fucking twice. So I'm an idiot. But plus eight eight fifty is pretty crazy. But I, I remember, like you know, Wisconsin does have a history of starting slow and then you know just firing on all cylinders. Yeah, no, so I, a good hit. it was. Listen, whenever you can win nine times your money in in an hour, that's good. So it took us about 40, yeah. 45 minutes to win that. So fucking stimulus checks are coming in, right? That's that's our promotion. Our promotion is actually take that six hundred dollar stimulus check and turn it into the two thousand you deserved. So with four deepbets.com. <laughs> So that's actually that's actually our fucking tagline. There's no there's no way you came up with that. No, that's, a subscriber did. A subscriber. Okay. Did. <laughs> Wait. However, this is remember we talked about this last week. You're gonna take credit for it though. A hundred percent. Yeah, I just accidentally slipped. I should have said it was mine. Yeah. Because he he's did. only got like a hundred followers, so he couldn't well, have spread the word. Maybe that's a New Year's maybe that's a New Year's resolution is to start giving credit. Nah, credit. New Year's revolutions. <laughs> We're doing New Year's revolutions, yeah, yeah. Bob. Not New Year's yeah, resolutions. Yeah. I, I was talking about that on the pre-show, how I wanted to do like a like a parody of your time to rise up and then instead of New Year's resolution, do like a what, New Year's revolution. What would you it know? sound like, Bob? They'd be like, are you fucking soy boy millennials? You listen, you're sitting in the fucking comfort of your own home, sipping on your fucking soy. It's time to rise the fuck up. January 6th is coming. The fucking GOP deserts you. What are you going to do? There's a new political party. You could do absolutely nothing. Or you can rise the fuck up and start a new fucking party. Vote all these motherfuckers out. These fucking swamp rats. I thought that's as far as oh I can go. God, uh... The wake up is over. It's time to the rise. Something like that. See, I don't have the natural ability to to get on a to, pedestal. To lead like men. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you right. you don't. Like, no. You can't even fake. I don't have. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that Maximus at the beginning of Gladiator quality, which I wish, <laughs> wish I had. So you know what's yeah. amazing that you just accidentally told me that I do. Oh no. Yeah. You basically just called me Maximus. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and you can listen yeah. back to that if you'd like to hear it. The context was clearly there. So I am Maximus Decerus Aurelius. That is my new name. Mm. G. We'll add a G at the end. Yeah. Of it. So, well, so let, yeah. let's also bring in our other buddy on the show, who's got some some awesome news that we'll get into in a couple minutes. That uh, just happened uh, in large part. We talked about the betting subscribers. This was actually a lot of the 
conspiracy political news subscribers that did something amazing for our beloved deplorable Janet. Janet, what up, mama? Hello, hello, hello. Did y'all miss me? Terribly. Terribly. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and all the points that you accumulated over the last Don't two weeks. Cry. Yeah, oh, it's so bad. I, I actually looked at the updated standings, and we, we're we're getting destroyed, but we're both on the board, Tommy. So that's well, yeah. You know what I'm also noticing? You two aren't acknowledging when I have shit happen to me. Keep in mind, this is the biggest sports two weeks of the year. So of course I'm getting mm -hmm. shit from fucking everyone. The the conspiracy discord's like Tommy abandoned us. Like everyone's just like, no, this is the craziest week and a half of sports ever. It's college football bowl season. It's NFL playoff season. There was a game on Christmas Day. There was three game NFL games on Saturday. There was UFC. There's games on Sunday. There's bowl games every day. The college basketball. It's chaos for the next. This is my two-week sports-only period, and everyone's losing their fucking mind. So I don't have as much time, nor do I care about anything that's going on in the news because it's all bullshit to me, and we're going to talk about this in a minute. And I'm noticing, Janet, you and Bobby – don't even tell me when I get points for, like, Joe Biden or any of this stuff. I'm curious how many points I have that you two aren't telling me about. I'm just going to step in here and say, <clears throat> as the interested party in this draft, um, who has the <laughs> most points, thank you very much. I will take a bow. Mm -hmm. Everyone mm -hmm. see me doing that. Um, I just want to <laughs> say that I did hear a little ditty on a podcast that I wasn't on where you two were discussing vetoing <laughs> and changing rules because right, they don't hey. apply to people that weren't on the podcast. Hey, <laughs> listen, so, we didn't change any rules. We just made amendments to the vaccine constitution. So I'm just going to say <laughs> I'm, I'm playing a tiny violin for you at the moment um, mm, right. while you're whining that no one's updating you on people that mm. may or may not have scored mm. Do you hear yeah, it? Well, just like uh, Stacey Abrams' sister, we are blocking your ability to go in and forensically audit the, uh, the uh, vaccine. As I've noticed. Uh, as I've noticed. Thank yeah. you so much for that. <clears throat> yes. And, now, and on the other hand, I will defend Janet things. on this. Tommy, Tommy, you are responsible. You are the lone person no. responsible for tallying your own points, and then you no. come to us. No. And then we either certify or we don't certify. No, true. you guys are I'm um, basically true. you guys are like the Dominion machine out there and you're just manipulating mm. and not counting my votes. Oh. If you looked at the chart of our votes, you're gonna see a big spike and then you're gonna see me just flatline for a period of time because no one is telling me who of my people are having anything done? That's that because, is your responsibility, Bob. That's because none well, of your people have had anything done. <laughs> I find that impossible. That is impossible. Well, you, you really want to know how I found out, Tommy? People tag me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah I don't have a Twitter. Twitter. You had a Twitter that could survive longer yeah, than Sorry, me and Janet now. don't have Twitters. Some of us are actually like fucking leaders of a movement like Maximus, Bob, and don't fucking hang there like a bunch of puka douches keeping our account alive. Wait. All right. Jeremy, the Tommies I'm and Janets of the world fucking are willing to die for the cause, Bob. <laughs> Your name. Somebody's got to stay around and tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you ever see the movie 300 that dude with one eye? I was eye just going to say, you're like the dude <laughs> with his eye missing. <laughs> I'm just going to say from the voice chat last night, because I found yeah. this word to be like my favorite word and I've never heard it before. So I'm going to say uh-huh. you are Maximus Pukadoosh. Pukadoosh. <laughs> dude, it's so funny. That's a word that me and my friends have been using since high school. And I don't know who of us made it up, so I'm going to say me uh, in, in true form. Taking credit. But yeah, I don't know if it's a real word or not. Like we've just been saying it for so long. You know how you have slang from when you were little and you say it for so long, you just think it's like vernacular in society. Yeah. And I said yeah. it on the voice chat about a week and a half ago, Janet. And I was like, this fucking pukadoosh. And everyone was like, what'd you say? I'm like, pukadoosh. They're like, what does that mean? I'm like, yeah, like a little fucking Fruit Loop. This fucking pussy. Like, I don't know. Fucking. And they're like, what? And they're like, how do you spell it? I'm like, I don't fucking write it. I just say it. So, yeah, if you guys would like to adopt it, uh, you're more than welcome to. I'm looking Pukadoosh up right now. Yeah, and, see if it's an urban and dictionary. Poke douche is in the urban dictionary, but Puka that's Bob. Pukadoosh. Yeah. yeah, I just wrote that in two seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. And, so Pukadoosh. So I also noticed that Tommy, you just signed on to the. Uh, looks like you signed on to our um, our uh, what's it called? Uh, spreadsheet. Ra- yeah, spreadsheet. You fucking so looks creepy like bastard! Why are you watching me like sign on to things? Like, what's wrong with? Because well, I got it's it weird. pulled up and it just showed that you entered the room. So I, I see that you're already yeah, starting. You, to that's so weird. Me. Why are you stalking me? Oh. Because as the co-host, it's my job to see what goes on behind the scenes. And well, make then sure it should be your. If you're so on this fucking sheet all day, then you should be able to turn a couple of my people green. So here's what I'm looking at. The first thing is Chrissy Teigen. Just the fact that she announced that she's going to be sober for four weeks should award you some points. Agreed. I think that's a Christmas day. Firm but fair. I agree. Veto. That has nothing to do with the vaccination. Veto. Two to one. Veto. Overruled. Veto. Okay. Cheat. Two to one. Overruled. (laughs) Italian cheater, Bukadoosh. Majority vote. So, Tommy, here's what I did to find out if I had points. I typed in... Like doc, uh, Dr. Fauci receives vaccine. And mm-hmm. if there's information, I found out that he announced that he got the vaccine and said he had minimal side effects. So that's only I awarded five myself. points. It's five points. <laughs> right. So I did that with every single one of my picks to Keshi six, nine vaccine, Howard Stern vaccine. And so right now I'm sitting at 30 pretty points. Uh, I got you at 25 I got Janet at 75 and Danny. I don't care if he has points. Yeah, we're not even going to calculate this. <laughs> the only thing I'm worried about is if The View has a group vaccination. Right. Session. But time out. So you're telling me Gavin Newsom, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Alyssa Milano, none of these people, Cardi B, none of these people came out and said they're getting the vaccine. Is that what you're telling me? They have to well, the actually. Pope just vaccinated it. his. Uh, what's up? I said they actually have to get it. No, they just have to publicly announce that they got it, right? So none of these people have gotten the vaccine. Newsom, Obama, Hillary, the Pope, fucking none of these people. The Pope's like 100. How did he not get it yet? I didn't see it. I I find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe. Do your own homework. We did have the debate about the Pope, you know, stepping down, and now he's involved in some money laundering scheme. So I don't know if vaccinating money. I get points for that. Yeah, so we can we can stretch those to give you some you know some curt points. They, Hillary didn't get the vaccine. Are they sympathy? Dude, Hillary's gone. Like there's there's rumors that uh, Bill Clinton might be dead. Oh, right how about now. this? Hold on, December third. This is from wow. Obama, Clinton, and Bush pledged to to take COVID vaccine on TV to show its safety. That was before our draft. So right. You don't so, get yeah, I know. But no, no, no. I'm agreeing with that. But that hasn't happened yet, you're saying. So I have pending. No. Okay. So I'm going to yeah, get on my So I'm going to be like that horse in the race that just comes from behind. like Right up your ass. Janet's like that horse that runs out of the gate 
and then slows down, and Bobby, you're just never in it. And I fall over and die. <laughs> yeah, just fucking drop dead. They take you out back and shoot you. Yeah. yeah. And Danny, Danny, Danny's the horse running backwards in the gate, fucking banging its head on the fucking walls and shit. So, um, Bro, did I ever tell you about Danny's betting strategy when we went to the Greyhound tracks? Not trying should to Should you wait until him. he comes on, or, or should you, no, I'm, I'm asking. I, mean, I don't know. It's better to talk uh, about him behind his back. I, yeah, behind his back. All right, let's do it. So when I was like a small child, he took us to the uh, Daytona Greyhound, not even the fucking NASCAR race, the <laughs> Greyhound race, <laughs> like in the back lot. And he was like, all right, kids, here's what we're going to do. You know, when, when these Greyhounds come out, you got to watch it. If they take a shit, then you got to go in and bet on them really quick. So if they're 50 to 1, then they take a shit, it goes down to 25 to 1. <laughs> so he had this whole betting strategy. <laughs> Because it was lighter, dude. We won like a hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> so he would send us to the to the gate or whatever you call it. He would send us, uh, you know, to make all the oh bets for him. And he would just sit there and collect. He, we would like we would be his errand boys. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. So he was betting on whether the dog took a shit or not. If the dog took a shit, he like basically cut the odds in half. So if it was like eight to one and the dog took a shit, it was then four to one. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like who, he's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> like can we just, can we just stop for a second? Like I know we've had him on a lot because Kurt's on yeah. a fucking trans surfing hiatus, but can we just address the fact that he's fucking an insane person? <laughs> Yes, he's right? like, he's a like, mad scientist though. Like, the, I I think he 4D chesses us more than you think. I think he's just fucking insane, dude. Like I talk to him a lot, right? And we always thought he was insane, like in a fun, kooky way. Now, like the more he's on here and the more he's in the Discord, the more I really like he's legitimately a fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really, really is. I'd like to place a bet on the dog that just pooped. Yeah, just let me get the dog that just took a shit. And number three, and uh, hey, hey, Benny, did you see if number two took a piss? No? Okay. All right. Get, we got dog that did diarrhea going first. Dog took a shit second. Dog took a piss third. Trifecta. Bobby, you're four years old. Go run these in. Go, Bob. Take these fucking tickets, which is stupid big round head. And don't fuck it up. Remember, diarrhea one, piss two, shit three. Don't fuck it up, Bobby. <laughs> Oh my God. You can't your head. You can't even see over the. You can't even see over the counter to put the bed in. What do you mean he's not old enough to put a bed in? I'm watching this dog's asshole over here. I ain't got time to go to the fucking booth and put eight dollars on the dog to shit. This one might take a shit right now. My whole bet might change. What do you mean you must be this tall to place a bet? He's 18. Can't you see? He's wearing diapers because he's got a fucking weak bladder. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, he's got a condition. What? You know? <laughs> you see how big that fucking kid's head is? He's obviously not normal. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So fucking Danny. What an idiot. All right. Yeah. So let's go to, let's see here. Let's go down this little list. So what do you want to talk about, Bob? This is basically Ooh. your shit. I just stepped out of a fucking gambling tornado of money. So I'm all yours. So you tell me what you want to talk about. Well, obviously, I want to talk about co-host of the year, which I'm going to... Oh, I do want to say this. I did an official poll where I tried to uh, manipulate it, right? So I did a unofficial co-host of the year poll where if you commented, it was a vote for Kurt. If you retweeted, it was a vote for Danny. I, and if you I liked, know what you did there, by the it way. It was a vote for me because it's much easier to hit like, right? 
but somebody dominioned the comment section and I didn't I forgot that you can just comment multiple times. So I woke up and it was like dead even. Uh-oh. And I looked down and somebody voted for Kurt like 300 fucking times. I did see that. I saw all of it. I saw what you did and then I saw what was done. And it was incredible. It was the best yes. thing I'd ever seen because you intentionally, you know people are going to retweet the least. Right. So you put your right. biggest threat in the middle, which biggest I believe was Danny. Danny. Right. Well, the biggest threat I left off, which is Janet, and we'll get to that because right. I'm really worried about that. She's doing really good with the community. Uh, they literally just raised money for her to go to D.C., mm-hmm. which we'll talk about. I mean, like she is very beloved uh, and she has voters outside of, uh, you know, the uh, Four Deep No Mercy community. So she has like a wider sh- reach. I was so, going to ask you that. And, and the reason for that, I'm assuming because your strategy only allowed you to do three things. Yes. So you left off the biggest threat and then put the second biggest threat right in the middle. Right in the middle. Okay. And Which then, is a current tactic. So, I mean, I, I figured since I have the controls right now, I can use that. Do you that think it advantage. was Kurt on that burner account? Because I noticed that account sent literally 300. It just kept sending comments to until it got to the lead. It's, I mean, he's always said he has burner accounts, so it's the only thing that that makes sense to me. But I haven't, I haven't done my research as far as tracking like the, the history of the account that posted three hundred times. But we'll have to. Do it that. only makes. Sense. How do you yeah, know it wasn't me? Oh, it could have be been incredible. You'd never do that to me, though, Janet. Uh, How do you know? You That's true. specifically left me thing, off your list. Thing, I know why. Listen, listen. I, I one hundred percent think janet will get her revenge on you you don't scorn janet you think she's just gonna let you walk all over her like that i was trying to change the subject (laughs) janet's very competitive thank you very much yeah well i'll make sure to include you know janet on the uh, official uh co-host of the year poll which we will put out what is it that makes you think that you deserve it more than me even making the list yeah yeah how do you you deserve Um, to win more than janet to be on the list if you want to just talk about like like the NFL where it's like a what have you done for me lately type of league, mm-hmm. I kind of look at our company like that. If you look at the recent history of podcasts, this technically is podcast number five in the last four weeks. Okay. I'm the one that rallied Tommy in the midst of all the chaotic oh nature of everything that's going on in the betting that's section. I rallied them to do this podcast. I even called Janet. I organized that. Janet is hosting it technically but i am the one that called her and said janet we need you to host we need you to do a b c d f g this this podcast would not happen without me and so people need to understand that when you're listening to this the only reason why you're listening to this is because of me. i'm gonna say objection because I mean, I it would even, not i don't even want to comment not, on it so you go it, it would not be happening mm. without me hosting so mm. right just True. gonna say uh E for effort for Bob, but Janet gets an A. I, I, mean, I, can't, I can't accept that as an argument because it's kind of like this. It's like, you know, when you're in a band, the guy that brings the PA, you can't have the show without it. But realistically, the lead singer is the show. Well, so that's the way I look at it. I mean, the it. way so you sh- still the show. show, basically, the way that you're describing it is you're the you're the electrician of the year. Because technically, <laughs> no, technically, <laughs> you're saying that by by making the the musicians, a which are me call. and Janet, obviously, me and Janet are obviously the talent. No, uh, she's bringing so the PA. Yours, I'm yeah, the but show. but it, the bottom line is technically electricity makes the band play. So <laughs> realistically, just because you're going and connecting a bunch of wires and people doesn't make you the co-host of the year. That actually makes you more like a circuit breaker. 
So well, you're we'll a circuit we'll breaker of the people. year. Yeah. We'll leave it up to the people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, know if we can because you keep leaving people off the list that deserve to be on it. So, like, I mean, maybe put all the people on it who need to be voted for. I'm actually going to be campaigning for Janet now. I'm going full Tommy McEnany. And I'm, and I'm going to be leading the campaign for Team Janet. Yeah, and I'm just right. going to say that uh, the chat, because I'm really friendly with them, and I'm in there with them literally all the time and make personal connections on a deep level. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, God. That... Uh, Deep thoughts with Janet. Uh, mm. They have already started their own campaign for Janet to be mm. co-host of the year. So oh, I'm it. saying, I, love it. I think you're going to go down in flames. I do. I love it. Mm. I mean, listen, my whole thing is like, it can't be Danny. That can't, Mm-mm. like, I'll just veto anything that Danny wins. Um, right. So as long as it's not Bobby. So <laughs> I'm pretty indifferent <laughs> towards anyone who's ever been. I mean, listen, Janet, Larry Johnson, Aubrey Huff, Kurt. I don't care. Just as long as it's never Bobby. So they have the never Trumpers. I'm the never Bobbier. So Well, I already tried to do a podcast without you today. I was like, oh, man, it's no big deal. Yeah, he's like, maybe you could take this one. I get the fuck out of here, dude. We want listeners. <laughs> Just sit what out, doing? Tommy. <laughs> we want Go people ahead, to tune in, out. Bob. And then it's like, if you want, I could do the intro. I'm like, or you could shut the fuck up and take your fucking seat in the back, boy. Go make a fucking song. Bro, I wouldn't be like Kurt. We're like, you know, the one time we did it without you, Kurt was like, all right, guys. Well, if you want to turn off the podcast, you can do it right now. I'm like, what the fuck? You're going to lead with that? You're going to lead with that? I mean, listen, it's 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 like when... uh. It's like when the star player goes down with an ankle injury in the Super Bowl, you know, like some people just realize it's it's dead on arrival. Yeah, and then Aaron Rodgers fucking steps in, you yeah. know. No, I'm Aaron Rodgers. You're like oh, fucking okay. you're Matt Castle. So, so here's the thing. We got episode forty five. This is big. This is the Trump episode, mm-hmm. right? This is this is the forty five episode. I know we wanted to get to your mall story, which I think is really important because that leads into everything and it's extremely hilarious. Um, and Danny has his own little story similar to your mall story. So I know you, you're time sensitive today. So I think, uh, I think we can kind of go that direction since I am now basically running the entire show. I mean, I feel like it just got worse in the last 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was, I was trying to put myself in the mind of the listener and I was like, obviously Bob, Bobby's trying really hard. It's the final stretch. It's the last few days before co-host of the year. He's trying to even like host for 30 seconds. <laughs> And I literally almost fell asleep. Like it was horrible. <laughs> it was supposed to be a generic lead in. It wasn't. It was mm. it was terrible. It was all bad. Mm. All of it was bad. Yeah. That was my Danny lead in where it's like I think you just lost my vote. Yeah. I'll tell you that. And I, <laughs> like, ho- I hope many listeners out there too also just pulled their vote. Yeah. yeah it was really bad. Where Danny's like talking politics. He's like, anyway, so about my girl's softball team. And you're like, Danny, <laughs> like Oh, you just went from talking about like coronavirus to softball yeah. without any type of like transition. Yeah. So now I'm going to abort your transition because okay. just uh, just you didn't do well. So now I'm going to abort mm-hmm. it and I'm going to go to Janet's story, which I, I Janet, I want to talk for a second about what happened to you on your podcast. By the way, you guys should make sure to go find Deplorable Nation. Uh, it's probably banned from half the podcast providers. So find it on the other half. And uh, Deplorable Nation, that's Janet's podcast, episode 26. Okay, write this down. Get your pen. I'll wait. Okay. Episode 26, Never Broken, it's called. And I believe it's at the nine hour and 64 minute mark, Janet, that you went nine into this. Hours. What, no, I didn't. <laughs> nine hours. What, what, what time was it at? What time was that at? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, honestly, we could have talked for nine hours because there was a lot of good information. Um, it starts at the one ninety three oh one mark in the recording to one ninety seven ten, and I will tell you, um, this is the first time literally that I have recorded a podcast and cried on air. Um, because I had Lynn on there and the people in the chat know who that is. Uh, make sure if you haven't already go to four deep.com, you have to sign up. Um, you have to get in the chat. We talk about a lot of really important things. However, I have her on my podcast and she's like, Oh, by the way, um, post birthday present and, uh, for Christmas present, she's like, uh, yeah, us, me and, and Mick and the other listeners got together and uh, we love you so much and you always support us and you're always there with us. And so we crowdfunded you to go uh, to D.C. for January the 6th. And so literally within five hours, um, they crowdfunded, they paid for my flight. My hotel, all expenses, so meals, everything. Um, and also, I get to go to a dinner with the retired vice chief of staff of the Army. And everybody that knows me knows I'm a huge military supporter. I get to go to a dinner with him and do um, a personal interview uh, with the That's fucking awesome. Nick. And and this was done completely unbeknownst to you. Unknown. You had no idea this was happening. No they clue. created their own GoFundMe. They rallied all the people from the Four Deep Discord and Gilded, right. Right. and they basically just say, "Surprise! You right. know, here's your here's your birthday present." And uh, you were crying on the podcast, I, I believe. You yep. were excited. So I want everyone to go to the podcast and listen to that part. Especially, it's at the one ninety three oh one mark of uh, Deplorable Nation episode twenty six, Never Broken. But um, and then you can hear Janet's exact reaction when she heard it live for the first time. I remember when Janet told me about it through text. I was like, huh, what happened? Like, what are you saying? Like, what's going on? And then I realized that they did it on their own because I'm like, Janet, you didn't start a GoFundMe. Like, what are you what are you talking about? I would have seen it. And then she was like, no, they did it behind closed doors. So right. just a shout out to our community for just being the best people and, you know, overly appreciative of Janet and doing absolutely nothing for me and Bobby. So uh <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> co-host of the year. Uh, I'm trying to find my PayPal right bag. now. Yeah. See if in I can. The bag. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um. So Bob, how do you feel about the fact that they did nothing for us? Um. Honestly, I I would say I feel betrayed, but if anybody deserves to go, it is um, me. I agree, the and they didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to schmooze exactly. for more points. I yeah. think he's yeah. he's being yeah. a butterball right now. Yeah. Yeah, my Venmo is Tommy GDFS. Yeah, as co-host of the year, I, I have to be honest with the people and say that, um, you know, Janet really does deserve this. Um, and it's a testament to the community as well. But Janet's really involved with the, with the 4Deep community. And uh, I think it's really cool. Uh, Janet, are you how long are you going for? Is it just for the six? Is it no, for like I'm, a couple I'm days? I'm going to be or? gone Monday through Friday. And they literally mm -hmm. um, took over everything. And not only that, but um, when she told me on the podcast and we're recording, 
She was also recording in a voice chat at that time because they wanted to hear my reaction. They wanted to hear the live reaction. Cool. I was so fucked up for the whole end of the podcast. I can honestly say um, this is a family and I I love our listeners so much and I love uh, the community outreach and and the togetherness and the friendships and all of that stuff and I'm just going to say if 2020 never happened which I know it's been bad for some people literally it's been the best year of my life because I got to connect with everyone from around the globe and you people are my world and I'm telling you what I was so humbled and so honored that you wanted me to go represent the people who cannot be there to go and I'm I huge shout out uh to V Lynn and Mick because they are the most amazing couple that I've ever met and we have had so many personal phone conversations you've got to make sure you check out their podcast as well um it's called the patriot party podcast they have the most amazing story about their life and these people um set this up for me and so uh to them and to everybody who donated i i I love you and i can't even tell you like how humbled and honored and blessed I am to have so many amazing people in the community um, with such an outreach. So thank you. Yeah, it's it's. it's <clears throat> go on, Bob. Well, well, I was gonna say it's crazy because you know I'm I'm even on Twitter just the who's who of this movement, whatever you want to call it, um, is going to be there. You know, on on January sixth, right. like I mean, every single person that you could possibly think of that that's been leading the charge is going to be there and Janet's going to be right there at the epicenter. So um, here's my question. So like for those people that may not be, you know, maybe confused about what Jan- January 6th means and what it is and what the rally is like, can you just kind of, you know, give a little, little blurb on, on what exactly is going to be going on in DC and why it's so important. January the 6th is extremely important. Um, they asked Trump asked for your support and for, anybody and everybody to be there because that is the day the house of representatives and the senate vote to either confirm or deny um basically challenge uh the electorate and so this is a pivotal moment in history because this has not been done for such a long time only one other time in history that this has ever happened. Um, And so this is basically all of the patriots in America standing up, and mind you, also from other countries, because in our our chat we have people from around the world that are actually Mm. coming to D.C. to support uh, Trump for re-election because of all of the voter fraud and... You know, you only have to have one person from the House and one person from the Senate that vote against what the electorates say. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is obviously one of the the many big days that are coming up. We're definitely going to talk about this in a minute, too. Right. Um, As far as I mean, listen, I'm I don't want to, you know, 
pivot the tide back. You know, that's 100%. Everything is amazing. I love this community. Janet, you love it. Bobby loves it. I'm, I'm up there till 7 in the morning with these people. It's like it's become our lives, right? Like on the, on the even on the betting side. Right. You know, it doesn't matter <clears throat> which side of the company. You know, we do movie nights now on the betting side. I don't know if you guys know that. So what we started doing is we started doing movie nights where after the games are over, we'll go in there and we'll watch. They watched Bring It On the other day, and I was narrating. We watched a Piranha 3DD or whatever. Some guy got his dick bit off by a shark. I was uh, just telling somebody about that two days ago. That is so dude, weird. Dude, dude got his, it, Bill's on there, and he's like, this guy got his dick bit off by a shark. So we're, like, streaming it. like, and So it's just uh, all the communities here are just, are just really fucking awesome. Yeah. But so I, I want to add that and then pivot to the fact that another fucking date, like what happened, like December 14th, December 22nd, January 6th. Jan I, I felt the whole time. I mean, nothing means anything till January 20th. Right. Like I've said that from the beginning. Nothing matters till January 20th. I stopped fucking watching the news. I stopped caring. You know, I'm like, Bobby, here, send me a sheet of what the fuck's going on, because I'm not watching own or any of this shit. So so I'm going to ask you guys. What happens on January? Is January 6th a drop dead date if things don't go right? In my opinion, yes. And the reason why is because this is where, like, they have that, like, it's basically ceremony where the electors are counted. Right. And people are talking a lot about the Pence card, right? So, like, the states are, like, a lot of these swing states are sending dual electors there, like Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, right? So, with those, like, five states alone, um, you're talking about like some like somewhere in the realm of 80 electoral votes. Right. It, like I think it's a little bit less than that. So what happens is those votes go to Pence. And tell Janet, tell me if I'm wrong about any of this. So Pence has the you know has the uh, power to determine which he will recognize. Will he recognize both, none, just the Republican side, just the Democratic side? What is he going to represent? Then what happens is it'll go to the House, and the House will make a vote. But the thing is, this it's like it's not one vote per member it's one vote per state and that's what's really important right. because like california although they have like you know 50 plus uh you know uh, votes it only accounts for one vote right. same as like a north dakota or like you know like a smaller state so each state has one vote and we have a we have a majority or i should say the republicans have a majority of the <clears throat> excuse me the votes in that capacity i think it's 26 right. is that right that's correct okay yeah, so that's why like this is important because the state legislatures are, are going to be very critical uh, going forward. So is it a drop date, dead date? It seems so. That's why I think like everything's pointing to January 6th and even Donald Trump's pointing to the 6th. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to uh, and a lot of people are asking me why I'm not as plugged into it. It's just I don't know, Bob, what's the fucking point right now? Right. Like, well, what the fuck's I the point? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't fucking I'm exhausted. I don't care. Like, not like. Just fucking let it happen. Like, whatever happens is going to... We're, like, fucking two weeks away. You know, we're, like, what, five days away from the 6th or six days away from the 6th and we're 14 days away from the 12th. Like, what the fuck are we still freaking out every minute of every day? And, Janet, and me and you have talked yeah. about it. Like, this isn't the time, like, to be studying all the shit that's going on and every single drop everywhere. Like, let's just fucking wait. We're right there. Yeah. You know, like, but, just, but just let it fucking happen. Here, okay. Here's what I'll say real quick, and then I'll kick to Janet. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why this stuff's important is not, and, and I'm, I'm sick of dates too, by the way. I'm totally sick of dates. Because here's the other thing. Like, let's say even they just wheel uh, Joe Biden in, you know, in on January 20th. 
you can still approve, you know, prove election fraud even after he gets in there. So then there could be a whole impeachment process. And, you know, the important thing, obviously, you know, other than getting Trump elected is to keep the integrity of the election process and the electoral process. Well, that's that's number one. Because yeah. once we lose that, like it's gone. done. Right. And that's why um, stuff like where like even today um, where uh, I think the guy's last name was Pulitzer of all names um, showed that, uh, you know, there were certain counties in Georgia that had their voting systems online. And people are like, well, why is that a big deal? It's a big deal because the whole point of the election process is to decentralize the amount of fraud that could happen. Right. And when you have your elections and your polling stations online, that means one person sitting in a room in D.C. can, you know, uh, change votes anywhere across the country rather than, let's say that there, if there's fraud happening in one polling station and it's isolated and offline, it'd be so much more difficult to commit widespread voter fraud with these machines offline. It's the same reason why we have the Electoral College, because if we went strictly based on population, each vote each fraudulent vote counts as a fraudulent vote. Right. Mm -hmm. But if fraudulent votes happen in a red state and they don't win the state, those fraudulent votes get thrown out. So that's mm -hmm. why like, the whole purpose is to decentralize the potential of voter fraud so that we don't end up like a third world country. And I'm just mm -hmm. going to say, uh, piggybacking off of that, um, there was a motion in Georgia that was started to clean up their voter rolls. A lot of states have had this. Um, California was one of them where it was sued to clean up the voter rolls. Uh, Georgia just had the same exact thing. And guess what? Um, it was shot down by none other than Stacey Abrams' sister. So Stacey Abrams, the fat elf alpha pig in a blanket. <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, that wasn't nice. But um, wow. I was actually about to say something similar. I was just waiting for you to finish. Wait, can I drop uh, Mayor Lightfoot and pick up Stacey Abrams? Drop. No. Nope. Nope. Veto. Why not? Veto. Veto. We don't know why. why? We don't know. We don't, we don't know why. We just said veto. So you're veto. Yeah. Two to one. <laughs> yeah. Two, yeah. two against yeah. one. That's the yep. rules. That's the veto. Is that um, voting integrity is compromised. And here's the thing. You cannot just go with voter ID. You have to fix the fucking anomalies and the problems with electronic voting systems because according to election law they are not allowed to be connected to the internet and wi-fi which the lovely man in georgia today proved with on without a shadow of a doubt and then you know the whole cleaning up voter rolls and so the stacy abrams sister it's is a judge and wants uh, dead people still voting, once illegal still voting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because uh, who have they been pushing for years? Stacey Abrams. Mm -hmm. Who, by the way, went to the most recent Bilderberg meeting. Exactly. Is that correct? I believe your husband told she me that. She did, yes. Uh, that list is very concerning to me um, for multiple reasons, but yeah, you have to clean up that electronic uh, voting machine fraud, or it's never going to make any difference. And so you're no matter who you vote for, 
ever in the future. It's never going to matter because they're going to steal it. Um, yep. Like they've done in Venezuela, Turkey, literally every shady ass country on the planet. So yep. it's important that they make. The yeah, food. no, it's it's critically important that they do this stuff right. Right. Like right. it's it's critically important that we get to the end result. <clears throat> I just really like I'm very firm in my belief system and I stand by everything I say. I don't fucking lie. I don't need to come out here like people like Tommy source. Like, OK, I had a fucking real person. Bob, you know who it was, who it was connected to, who came to me for three straight days and was feeding me information, then fucking disappeared. Like, what do you want me to do? Just make shit up like a, my information source cut off. I wasn't making any of my decisions or assessment on it. But, you know, these are the things where I'm just honest. Like, I could very easily have been like, oh, well, I'm hearing this based on. No, like, that's it. That's done. So my whole philosophy on this whole process right now stands the same way. Like, I have in my mind, if January 20th comes, and I'm not you know, calling the 6th the drop dead date. Because I still believe there's plenty of other things that could take place in that right. final two weeks right. before Trump is still the president, right? So you could still see all kinds of fucking bombs dropping, uh, hypothetical bombs dropping at that point. So January 20th is my date. If Joe Biden is inaugurated on January 20th, I am enacting the Tommy G plan where I am going to start making decisions based on my safety, well-being, and life. That is mine. That is what I'm going to do. My fear is that everyone's going to be like, well, after January 20th, well, we could still win an impeachment. And well, this could still go. And this is just going to fucking drag on for a decade. Because for me, Bob, it's like, dude, Jan, Jan 20 is my day. That's the day I'm waiting for. That's what's going on. If that dude takes office, I need to focus on Tommy G and stop listening to everyone else and caring about what anyone else has to say. I'm doing me from that point on. Until then, yeah. I'm still confident and have faith and I still believe everything's going to go our way. But on January 20th, right now, you'll ask me, what percentage are you? I'm still fucking 95%. Trump wins this. He, we're not seeing Biden in the office. If on January 20th, Joe Biden is elected, I am now 95% that he's not. He's done. Everything's over. It's a Biden presidency. The NWO took over, and it's time to get the fuck out of Dodge. That That's yeah. how I'm going. So I don't want to hear like, well, on January 21st, I'm still 87. No. Bob, No. Yeah, so what I would say is this is and I put this poll out to everybody cuz a lot of talks have been, you know, about this like, you know, would you be going forward would you be more in support of a new party they call it the Patriot Party whatever or would you support the GOP? And I think that's the important thing is that after January 6th, the GOP has the power to either reveal themselves as part of the plan or whatever, you know, to save the republic or they're going to fucking fall on their face and fall on their ass. Right. And what's going to end up happening is, is going to show that there's going to be 81 million people that are going to be fucking pissed off or 78 million or whatever you want to say, probably more than 78, you know, based on voter suppression. But that are oh by the way, what the important thing is that the poll came back 97% said that they would start, you know, be in support of the Patriot Party over mm -hmm. the, you know, Republican Party. So I think that's important to note is that, you know, after January 6th, we're going to kind of see their true colors and that's where the uh, the <laughs> the New Year's revolution will begin and uh, people will start jumping ship whether you know it's peaceful or whether they start storming you know um, 
their state legislature's office or, you know, what, whatever needs to be done in order to let people know that, like, you know, we understand that there was a voter fraud. We realize now that there's a uniparty and uh, we will not stand for that. So now a new party, a new vision needs to spark. And so that's kind of where I'm going with it. But I'm also a realist in saying that if if Joe Biden were to get elected, yes, I will be making preparations just in case, because, I mean, let, let's be realistic, like. The first thing they're going to go after, and they're already doing it, is guns. And so they're already going after, like Joe Biden saying he's going after online gun sales. Uh And then you're going to start rolling out all the fucking... the fear porn about climate crisis. Uh-huh. Um, and then you're going to see the fear porn about, you know, new strands of coronavirus. So now we have to wear masks and muzzles for mm-hmm. another fucking year and shut businesses down. So small businesses are going to implode. Um, we were even seeing now that China is the only economy that grew in fucking 2020. Right. It's the only one. And they're the, they're the source of the coronavirus. I remember seeing videos like two months after COVID where masses of people in Wuhan are at some kind of like fucking, you know, EDM fest. Where like right, yeah, like a pool party and shit. Yeah, I remember seeing it, yeah. And their economy grew. That proves right. that and it's I a just, fucking bio. I just want to add something to that. So. Um, talking about the Patriot Party. Um, the Patriot Party is actually something that VLAN and Mick started. Um, they have had a massive outreach from candidates, attorneys, um, financial backers, etc., etc., etc. And here's the thing. If you join the Patriot Party, you have to actually sign an eight-year term limit to sign on to the Patriot Party. Um, it is a party that is up by and for the people as the Constitution set forth in the first place because Republicans, Democrats, both, um, they're out for themselves. They're out for, um, personal gain. Yeah. And so this, this is a party that actually has gotten (laughs) a lot of traction when they started it. Um, they started talking about that. Hence their, their podcast name, the Patriot party podcast. Um, this is something that people are already jumping behind because um, even um, big name celebrities, as far as Twitter people, um, are already... As long as Danny Bongino is no. No, yeah, Mr. Parler, no. then they no. jump off the Patriot this, party. Yeah, not, this is actually big name people that keep talking about the Patriot Party, and that is literally their brainchild, um, their branding, their logo. They have a reach that that nobody I'm understands, twitching. but they have had like an outpouring of people, uh, politicians, like I said, um, lawyers, etc., that are trying to get this set up. And I'm telling you what, if this takes hold bigger, it's going to completely destroy the two-party system, hundred percent. I am. It could. I I, I, I have to jump in because I'm fucking yeah, twitching, twitching right now. And I know. Me too. I I know what everyone's saying. Listen, I know yeah. a lot of you out there, and and Janet knows more about this stuff than anyone. Everything Janet's saying, I am on board with, hundred percent. Um, I'd love to, I mean, listen, that's why the Libertarian Party and the Green Party and all these other parties popped up that absolutely did fucking absolutely nothing, right? So 
I agree with it. And Janet's giving phenomenal information right here. And this is all true if it were to happen. But we're all going to be fucking slaves before that happens. Okay? So in my opinion, that we don't have time for a fucking new party and lawyers and doctors and fucking Twitter personalities and anyone like that. On January motherfucking 20th, if this shit goes sideways, they are going to start sticking needles in you. They are going to start banning you from traveling. They are going to start raising your taxes to 70%. They are going to start taking your jobs. They are going to start shutting down the economy. They are going to mandate masks. And we ain't got time for a fucking lawyer to put together a party for the next vote. So that's just me. And I'm all for people doing it. But this is what I was saying. I don't want to see us stall anymore. And, and that's the thing. I feel like if we don't set a drop dead date, guys, it's just going to lead to this fucking feet dragging. Because guess what? I was in the mall the other day, Bob, and you started to talk about it before, okay? And although Jersey's a very blue state, it's Governor Murphy, it's hardcore. If you walk through the mall without a mask, you're facing up to a $500 fine and 30 days in jail, okay? You can Google that. That's a real thing, okay? I was the only person and those of you who listen to the discord have probably heard a couple people because everyone who comes on is like Tommy I saw your Instagram video like is that real yes I was the only motherfucker of hey, let me let me play the let me play the video because my boy Bill is um pro mask right so he just follows the rules he's like I don't give a fuck dude I'm not gonna get in trouble so here's Bill live from the mall you can go to my Instagram at create the mayhem and you could watch the video, but it's the third one from the top of the list. Here's this here, and this is gonna lead to something. Tommy's the only one in the mall without a mask on. He's the only one walking in the mall. The only one. The only one in the mall without a mask. The whole mall. <laughs> Probably ten thousand people. The only idiot. What are you gonna do? Unreal. So that's not. That, hold on, let me just. That's, that's actually, man. That's actually powerful, so, man. So let me let me explain something to you guys here, because you need context here. This isn't some fucking Jack Posobiec fucking publicity stunt, okay? Anyway, Janet could verify this. Bill fucking hates me, okay? Like he loves me. He's my best friend. He's my brother. He's at my house all the time. But he hates the conspiracy side of Tommy. He actually tells people in our Four Deep Bets Discord that I bait and switched him. Yes. Janet, I don't know if you were on when he said it the other day. He goes, Tommy bait and switched me. He led me to believe he was a normal person who just likes gambling and drinking and girls. And then after he knew he had me in and a friend, he unleashed all this fucking creepy, creepo conspiracy shit on me. And I was already stuck because we were already friends. So he is so far against everything I believe in and we believe in, right? He's wearing a mask in the video. I met him in the mall. He was, he's a former correctional officer. The first thing he said when I walked through the mall without a mask on is he goes, bro, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? He's like, dude, put the... I'm like, no, no. And this is Willowbrook Mall. This is a large mall. There was thousands of people in this mall. He goes, dude, we're going to get arrested. I go, I don't fucking care. I'm not wearing a fucking mask. And he's like, what are you going to do if they come up to you? I go, I'm going to fight it. And then if it gets too heated, I'll just fucking leave. He's like, you're not going to put it on? I'm like, no, uh, let's go. Let's walk. And we just walked. And he was so mad. He was recording this for our subscribers. Because he was he was writing in the chat. Like this fucking idiot is in here without a mask. And everyone was like, take a video. So he took a video. Like this fucking idiot is in here. He's the only person in the whole mall. 10,000 people. And that's my problem. This isn't a fucking yay Tommy G you're a hero. Because I'm a psychopath. 
So nothing I do, I don't expect other people. But Bobby, at a that ten thousand people in the mall, there wasn't one person, not one, outside of me, who didn't have a mask on. Not fucking one. If that doesn't scare the living shit out of you, to realize that the shit I said in the last video about fake triots that everyone's getting on me for, you telling me out of ten thousand people, there wasn't two to three thousand Trump right. supporters in that building? Well, that's the thing. Mathematically like, you know, impossible yeah. not to be, right? Well, Bill Rupp's one of them. Well, Bill voted for Trump, but Bill is different. He doesn't give a fuck about politics, right? So someone in the middle who doesn't give a fuck and just like, listen, I don't. he doesn't think the vaccine's going to hurt him. I've been getting a flu vaccine for years. He doesn't care about any of that shit, right? So you take those 5,000 people out, right? Half the mall, who's totally indifferent, moderate, or whatever. And then you're talking about half the people in there who fucking support Trump and are fucking probably have Twitter accounts. You know, probably probably 300 people in there who wrote where we go, when we go all on their Twitter at some point. And then you got a bunch of libtards who stare and cry in the Karens and shit. But do you know how scary it is that there was one person in the whole mall? Like that was the moment where I realized, holy shit, everyone's a pussy. But here's what else I'll tell you. And, I, and I've told your whole family this for a long time. You are in like ground zero of this shit. And right. so what I will say is this, and I do agree that we are in the middle of an existential crisis right now. And and I believe that the mask is the new tinfoil hat. Like, th like they're literally the conspiracy theorists right now. However, they're looking at us. The non-maskers, they think we're the tinfoil hat. Like I even like I finally 100% got rid of Facebook because before I was using it to promote music and stuff. But I, this is the post that that sent me off. I swear to God, this is this is the post that sent me off. So I, I go on Facebook and all I said was, "Enjoy your Christmas with your family. Take off your mask and hug each other and enjoy each other." If you have to travel to see your family, travel to see your family because fear, fear is what breaks down a society. Fear is how they get you. This is all this is all I said. And you right. would have thought I started World War fucking three. Right. right. So it was that post. And then the second post I said was this. I said, and I mentioned nothing about vaccines. The only thing I said was this. I said, it's funny how these government uh, doctors and scientists and health officials don't say anything about how to improve and maintain your immune system naturally by natural means. And I had doctors commenting saying, so are you trying to say that homeopathic uh, medications are, are a replacement for vaccines? That's a very poor statement. You're like, no, I'm, I'm trying to say what I said, asshole. Yeah, I mentioned I go. I mentioned nothing about yeah. vaccination. I wasn't trying anywhere. to say anything. I literally said it right. I didn't yeah. try to say it. Don't interpret what the fuck I said. Exactly. I was I like, none I of said. them are talking about vitamins, uh, sunlight, uh, exercise. Health, How about this? Weight, yeah, not staying stress, inside all anxiety, the fucking time. Sun. Yeah. So, so my whole thing was, and, and this is important for people to understand this, is that even people with PhDs, medical practitioners, remember, they practice medicine. These are the same people in college that were doing keg stands and blowing cocaine in the bathroom, and you had to peel them off a fucking bathroom floor and stick them in a cold shower. Been and there. now And now they think that they have some type of like, you know, just because, remember, they're specialized in a specific type of medicine. They, they're not all encompassing. This guy was not an immunologist. Now, granted, he's a very bright individual, but just because you're intelligent and bright does not make you 
the uh, ambassador of arbiter of truth. Like, like we're allowed to question what you say just because you have a PhD. And I think that's important for people to understand that. Yep. Let me put a little two cents in here. Okay, so two days ago, Fauci made the statement that science is not an exact science. Okay. Keep that in mind. Um, And all these people that are PhDs and stuff, and you can go back and and check out my podcast. I talked about this in great length where when uh, the Rockefeller family and the Carnegie Foundation took over healthcare in the 1900s, they literally shut down all holistic Mm -hmm. healing, um, things about vitamins, things of that nature. And the only thing they teach you in medical school, and, and God love the doctors, it's not their fault that you don't get the proper right. education. Um, but they don't teach you dietary. They don't teach you about um, herbals and supplements and things like that. It is not until you choose to have that knowledge on your own that you will actually uh, become way more intelligent when than what your degree. You know what's makes. funny, Janet, and uh, I have a lot of friends. I know you're really good with a lot of this stuff. Uh, I know inevitably to you, I talk to a lot's really good with this. A lot of my friends are, um, and a lot of people in our chat room are very good with a lot of the holistic and uh, you know right. non-pharmaceutical cures and, and forms of treatment right. of things. Right. So we've all spoken to a lot of people about it. The funny thing for me is that no one. Everyone poo-poos it as conspiracy bullshit, kind of the same way, right? Like, oh, you're going to do this holistic you No, just go get prescribed the medicine that the doctor tells you you need, right? And, well, a doctor told me. Well, yeah, what the doctor was taught by an idiot who was fucking brainwashing him to believe what he believes, right. and then he taught it to the people below him. Like, I was talking to nurses during COVID, and they're like, no, it's really a death virus. It's killing everyone. Everyone's going to die in March. And I'm like, oh, really? They're like, yeah, I work in a hospital. My doctor, my supervisors even say, well, your supervisors are hearing it from a jerk off above them who's hearing right. it from exactly. the, the WHO and CDC. Exactly. So if the WHO and the CDC are fucking wrong, then the whole hospital and every other hospital around is going to be fucking wrong because it's a trickle right. down from the top of the right. pyramid. So, so first of all, ignore them. But if you notice, whenever anyone's about to die, right? Like we've all had friends who've had cancer. Bobby, we've had family members. Janet, I'm sure you've had too. And it's not until shit gets real bad and sideways that they start searching out treatment in Brazil or holistic healing and start going to to non-pharmaceutical ways to try and heal the brain. And, you know, that's how you know that it's not conspiracy bullshit. Because when the when push comes to shove and so the doctor tells your fucking uh, your your tells you that your mom's got three months to live, there's nothing they could do. Guess what? You start running out to other places and usually you're able to extend it for another six months, 12 months. And if you had done that shit from the beginning, you probably would have never been in the situation that you're in. But it's amazing how when people all of a sudden their backs against the wall and someone's about to die, then they go hunt out the holistic shit where if they would have just done it from the beginning, they probably wouldn't be in that situation. Hey, a lot of it, people. It's like when a lot of people become religious, right? But when they're about to die too, it's like uh, religion they is finally found in, start to seek truth. Yeah. Religion is found on deathbeds, courtrooms and jail cells. Why? Because that's the final countdown. It's when your back's against the wall, right? Okay, wait. Right, right. That's yeah. Well, but that, I mean, that's the thing with me and like, you know, with, with Crohn's and I talk about this ad nauseum that 
I was on a quote unquote technical deathbed. Like I wasn't dying, but I was at the point where it was like, all right, I have to find out, you know, what's going on. Otherwise right. I'm never going to improve myself. And the whole point of my status and what sent me off and just saying like, you know what, I'm done with it is the fact that not only was, was I being attacked for talking about homeopathic medication, but you know, when you call it pseudoscience, when I know for a fact that exhausting every option, that's the important thing that I'm trying to say. And I make the reference to mixed martial arts. And I said in, in, in UFC, if you're only well-versed in one form of fighting, you're going to get your fucking ass kicked. So you have to have your West, you know, I, I have forms of Western medication that I use combined with homeopathic remedies that I use on a daily basis to conform a mixed, you know, potion of things that help me. It's the same thing in fighting. Like, and guess what? There's snake oil shit that doesn't work that gets pushed just like there's fake fucking fighting you know tactics that don't work in in a uh -huh. ring but when you get in the ring you find out what works and you find out what doesn't and that's the only way to really figure out what the best you know remedies are to to help you know maintain uh you know function and that's why i was saying like none of these government officials are giving you any other option other than you know what is profitable exactly. to them and i'm just gonna yeah. i'm yeah. just gonna say something really quick on this um, <clears throat> so when the website launches, um, I'm writing the entire health and wellness section and I will tell you, I have spent shit tons of time bringing you information. I've already written eight sections about, uh, holistic healing and alternative healing methods that you, if you don't know, need to check out. <clears throat> Shameless plug for co-host of the year. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. These things yeah, to, so uh, what was it? Buka Ganoush? Bukadoshes. 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 These fucking Bukadoshes. I know more than they do. So I'm just saying. Welcome <laughs> to the host of the year because, yeah, I'm fucking awesome. Because she ain't a Bukadosh. That's why. Her accent, her her Italian uh, Jersey accent's better than yours, Tommy. Yeah, I know. Because I, I, I don't do a good Danny accent because I'm educated. So it's, I am not it's, Italian, yeah. but I have had Italian in me before. So there you go. Oh wait, <laughs> you got a little Italian in you. You had a little Pukadoosh in you. I had a little. No, she's got I the Pukadoosh. I had a little tiny Italian in me for, before, and it was like a little pencil. I'm telling you, Italian. Yeah, that's uh, Bobby. Not the from Bobby the Pukadoosh is the vagina. That's your pussy vagina. Yeah, so she doesn't have Pukadoosh in her. I, mean, I don't have a vagina does, in me. But, no, I don't. But I've had I've yes, had some no. puka douches before, and I'm saying, yeah. And Bobby's one of them. And <laughs> that's so, a no. Bobby's that's a, a no. No, not with you. I'm oh, saying I a puka douche. Say, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying Bobby's that would have been, been really you. weird. I mean, yeah, because like, and segue. All right, so call Danny. Hard Someone segue. call Danny. Hard segue. Yeah. So the one thing I want to wrap up on the uh, on the mass shit. Um, and I really uh, am emphasizing this ad nauseum, to use Bob's term. Um, it is really fucking scary. So all of you out there listening right now, I'm telling you, I don't want you on my team if on January 21st you're still going to be begging for a fucking bill to pass. Okay? I'm just telling you that right now. You could. I'm not speaking for Bob and Janet or anyone else. I'm telling you personally I don't want you on my team if that's you because that will never end. 
what I'm seeing here at Ground Zero, and the reason I told you about the mask story and the reason I freaked out and called Bobby fucking screaming my head off after I got home from the mall is because this is Ground Zero. I went in the chat room, Bob, and everyone was like, I don't wear a mask either. I'm like, you live in Alabama. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, Jersey and New York and L.A., maybe Chicago a little bit. Those are the only places that matter because we're seeing the future right here. You're still in the present in Memphis, right? You're still in a normal world where yeah. people, you know, like where people, some people don't wear masks and some people have stores where they don't give a fuck and you have some rules, but not. I'm living in the future, right? So I'm living in what Memphis will be in two years or a year. So what I'm seeing now in Jersey one of the most liberal states in the fucking country with one of the worst mayors in the world and one of the worst governors in the world is your future. So I'm telling you, I am seeing no patriots rising up, no people doing anything, no people taking a stand, zero people, 0.0, not three. There wasn't four people I saw in the mall that I gave the alpha nod to. There was 0.0 people standing up to even not cover their face when they buy presents, Okay. So imagine how bad this is going to get if there's some real shit. Because I looked at it as, fuck it. If they fucking, if shit pops off bad enough, I'll just fucking leave. Right? And then, and then Bobby, I was at the 7-Eleven last night. Janet, I don't know if you were on for that one. Uh, I was at the 7-Eleven, and the guy at the 7-Eleven always gives me a hard time. Uh, one guy's amazing, and the other guy sucks. And he was giving me a hard time, and he said, next time, next time. I'm like, yeah, all right, next time, buddy. Yeah, next time I'll wear the mask. And I walked in, and I fucking teed off on this motherfucker, Bob. Like, I was still heated over the mall shit. And I went into the 7-Eleven. He's pointing at his face. And you guys like, you mask, you mask. I'm like, bro, I ain't putting a fucking mask on. Like from, from yeah. a guy who was in front of me in a line, speaking over the guy. I'm like, I'm not putting the fucking mask on. I've been here a thousand times. I come here all the fucking time. I'm not putting it on. And meanwhile, there was a, a six foot eight black guy who just walked out without a mask on, right? I go, what about him? And he's like, what? What? I go, what about him? And who just left. And he's like, no, you got to put it on. I go, look at me. I'm not putting it on. So get me my two rolls with butter and my cigarettes, and I will be out of your way. Right? That's what I got. Two rolls of butter and cigarettes. Did you just say so, two rolls of the butter? Bears. Two rolls of butter. Yeah, they had what? rolls of butter. I was fucking. Uh, I, roll, the rolls. That, and they had butter on them. That's, that's another podcast because. I just I went in there to get, to get cigarettes, and there was a couple rolls of butter on them, so I grabbed them. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is that so, weird? Yeah. Maybe so, they so, thought you looked sick. Like, no, 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 he's just a he's fucking asshole. He's literally no. coming in here for two rolls of butter. And yeah, no, no, not rip. rolls of butter. Rolls, buttered rolls, I should I, say. I got that. So, oh. so, so, right. okay. so, I, went, so I went into the 7-Eleven, which I, I live across the street from it. I'm in there every day. I'm either stopping to get cigarettes or gum or whatever. So I walked in to get my cigarettes, right? And I see this guy, I'm like, this motherfucker, right? And I was like, oh, you know what? I had uh, leftovers from Christmas, and I remember I was out of bread. I ate through all the bread, right? And I'm in fucking 7-Eleven. What are you going to get for bread? And I was like, oh, look, rolls. I was like, this would be good to go with the pasta that I have left over from Christmas. So I just grabbed a couple rolls. And Bobby, I realized halfway through it as I'm teeing off on this guy, and he's just looking me dead in the face. And I'm like, you're going to ring me up. And I'm like, oh, shit, I need the guys to hear this. So I turned the Discord chat on. So I literally went onto the Discord, quickly hit hit, hit uh, join, and then speaker. So our whole Discord heard the tail end of it. 
And I was sitting there like, I'm not trading my freedom for your fear. Amen. Ring me up. Amen. And, and they were all like, go, Tommy, go. The other time they heard me almost get in a fight with a guy. So I make sure to make sure that I have witnesses for all this shit. But I'm just like, dude, how come no one's doing this? Because guess Amen. how that ended? Guess how that well, ended? Are. Does anyone want to take a guess how that fucking story ended? I can't. With you got me eating two rolls and smoking cigarettes that I bought and walked out with. This dude's making fucking $10 an hour standing behind the fucking line of the counter. What the fuck is he going to do? What is he going to do? He's going to give you a little pushback. When you run through him, he's going to bend the fuck over. Right. You're going to fuck him in the ass and walk out with your cigarettes. Right. Like, why is no one even... Like, what do you think? He's going to call the cops and have you arrested? Like, good. Let the cops come. Like, what the fuck? Why is no one doing anything? And that's what I say when you guys in Memphis oh, I, don't see yeah. it like we see it. Like, L.A. sees it. It's... Janet, if you walk through fucking New Jersey no. for 10 minutes, you'd get on a plane and go home. No. You'd be so disgusted at fucking how big of pussies everyone here that's is. What, that's what, you know, when I went to school in New York, I saw that and I was like, oh my God, I'm five years into the future yep. than what I am in Tennessee. Yep. And I noticed a lot of things that were rolling out uh, when I was a freshman at Fordham hit me again a second time right. when yeah. I moved back five years later. So I do know what you're saying that like, you know, if we're in the present, you know, whatever, it's almost like, you know, when you put movies out in select theaters to see how they do, or like right. even with a product, like right. you, you that's roll what they out do the in Jersey and LA. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They roll out the McRib and they're like, all right, that tested well. And you know, they're right. doing the same thing with all this shit. Yeah. So it, I think all these small battles are important. And, and I am seeing like minor civil wars going on in like CVS well, and shit. I saw uh -huh. this one lady that was like, I'm asymptomatic. I'm not going to fucking wear this. And then you're seeing like another one where like almost like a war broke out and like, oh, yeah, like you're saying like a wall. Green. So I think the more of these documented cases that need to be put forward and people need to see the pushback, like I, we need to see more of that stuff. Well, know, and, so that and that's the thing, because guess what? That guy isn't going to be so quick because I walked in there again yesterday. He didn't say a motherfucking word to me when I walked in. He just sat there and I sat there, stared him right. I rang my shit up. I said, how you doing? I was very polite. How's your day going? Good. He was like, I'm, I'm good. You know, rung it up and I walked out. And guess what? He's probably not going to say a thing to anyone else who fucking walks in that place either after right. being checked publicly in front of nine people in the fucking store. And then those nine people that saw it, hopefully maybe two of those people go out and go, fuck this. Why am I wearing the fucking mask? I'm going to do the same thing. And then it spreads. But if we don't start standing up for ourselves, I'm not right. talking go grab an AK right. and fucking no. shoot up the Pentagon. I'm not saying that. I'm right. saying stand up for yourself. Just stand up for the fact that when Bill said in the mall, why are you not wearing it? I go, don't you think the COVID law is fucking stupid? This mask law is fucking stupid. Because we're sitting there looking, yeah. and Janet, you heard it when me and Bill were talking about it. We're watching three people sitting fucking on the bench that we're walking past without a mask on, eating, which is okay. We look at the food court, and everyone's in the fucking food court eating right next to right. each other like it was yeah, 2015. That's okay. And, and then we see... You know, the, the lines that are six feet apart outside the store where everyone has to, and then they go in the store and they're on top of each other. And even Bill said, he said, it's fucking stupid. I go, so Bill, right. I draw the line at stupid. You're not going to invade my personal space, belief or privacy or freedoms. If your shit right. you're pushing on me is fucking retarded. If it's fucking makes sense to me and this is really killing people and they're really trying to keep it isolated and they're really trying to save us from something, then I'll fucking, I won't wear the mask, right. but I'll stay the fuck home. 
Like, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll stay out of the way. But if you're going to put this dumb shit in, then I'm going to go create mayhem in every spot I can go to because I'm going to win that argument because you're fucking wrong. And when Danny comes on and talks about his new tactic, Bob, on uh, his new trick, because we were talking about tricks. So when Danny comes on, we're going to do a little piece with me, Bobby, Janet, and Danny where we talk about some tricks to get around the mass shit. I'll explain one of my tricks that ties into this, but... Janet, people just need to start grabbing their fucking dicks outside of the South where you guys do it anyway. Up in the fucking hot zones where all the beta testing's going on in Jersey, New York, Chicago, LA. Stand the fuck up for yourself and stop being fucking pussies. Nothing's going to fucking happen to you. Just fucking right. stand up. And here's the thing that people need to fucking understand. And this was um, even in the video Bob was talking about with the woman at Walgreens and they literally had like seven staff in there that were attacking her. And she's like, they're like, Oh, you have to wear a mask. And she's like, I am not sick. And they're like, well, how do you know you're not sick? And she's like, do you know what the CDC says about asymptomatic spread? They admitted they lied and there is no fucking asymptomatic asymptomatic spread and guess what there's no fucking law none on the goddamn books that tells you that you have to wear a mask it's a mandate yes it's not a federal or local law they cannot fucking arrest you if they do uh you have rights as a citizen where you can completely go back against them stop being a fucking sheep Stop being a cuck. Don't be a fucking Karen and stand up for your fucking <laughs> rights. And I will tell you another thing. If you don't have the Constitution, if you don't have the Declaration of Independence, literally, it's a $1.99 on fucking Amazon to get a pocket Constitution. The Declaration of Independence is included. Fucking get it. Pay the goddamn money. Don't be a fucking mm. pussy and a cuck and a dumb motherfucker. Stop <laughs> being a stupid fucking asshole. <laughs> and, and fucking stand up for yourself and stop being a fucking beta bitch. Well, the Just thing is, there. you know, what the one in if you want to talk, tie this into Danny, if you want to talk about somebody that's been walking the walk for a, a long time, Uncle Danny, and that's why I call him a mad genius, is because he's been doing this, and he does this very sly and cunning, and he'll, he's going to come and talk about one of the things he does, but he's been doing this at work, too, where he's like, when, when right. they talk about like new gender pronouns, and, uh -huh. he, and, he, and he literally says, like, hey, well, what if I want to identify as a black, transgender, you know, lesbian woman? Then I can do right. that. Or, like, he would yep. change himself to a Democrat, you know, female Hispanic and all of a sudden right. he was getting right. pulled and stuff you know yeah. and then and so now he's walking into CVS saying he, he got fucking vaccinated does that save it let him let him, let him yeah. do it but yes it's Danny is a mad genius and the, yeah. he's not a mad genius he's just Italian and Italians are street smart uh, mm -hmm. most Italians aren't book smart me and Bob have to be a little bit mm -hmm. of the exception where we are <laughs> absolute geniuses and we're street smart so hmm. the but this, the Italian street smarts. I know I don't agree with the Bob comment either, Janet. The uh, the the Italian street smarts are a real thing, right? It's like street smart. You know how to fucking finagle in and out of situations and fucking you know like J Danny was pretending to be a gay transgender on fucking Facebook when he'd start fights with liberals and the second they would attack him he would say that he's you know 
he's, he's confused about his gender and he's sick of being bullied by by these people that are liberals, then they would apologize to him, right? Like he's right. he's sharp with that shit. And that's really what it comes down to. It just comes down to it's it's really time for everyone to just fucking grab your dick and start taking a stand. And my fear with the Q movement, my fear with the whole movement is that it's just preventing people from doing anything because they're all waiting for their fucking savior to come save them. You know, and that's the thing. It's like, dude, January 20th is the time where I said on the 21st, I don't want to hear three months from now, a year from now, impeachment this, bill that, party this. No. It's time to fucking make a move. And if I turn around and no one's right. making a move, then I get the fuck out. If they start trying to implement, listen, I'll stay in Jersey as long as I can right now because my whole family's here. But if they start raising our taxes to 70% mandating vaccines, then I'm fucking out. Right? And, and that's the thing. I want everyone to fucking start moving, right? So, like, if this shit pops off and we don't win this election that we know we would have won and we know it's rigged, I don't want to hear we're going to take it to court or we're going to impeach or we're going to start a new party. I want to hear, hey, where are we all meeting up? That's what I want to hear. Where the fuck are we meeting? Enough. It's January 21st. Where are we meeting? I'll be the first person on the fucking plane. Let's go. I don't go to the protests. I'm all for them. And I think it's great. You know, I love, we're going to be recording Janet there. We're going to be talking to her live from the event. I think all that shit is awesome. I think it's great. It's just not for me, right? Like everyone has their yeah. own way of rebelling, right? You need people to hit the streets. You need yeah. people to fucking curse at the cashier. You need people to be lawyers trying to fight things in court. All of those, you need people to hit Twitter. You need people to make parody songs. That's all important different ways of spreading the message and making a statement. Me? Mine is brute force and mayhem, right? Like, that's what I like to do. I don't like to do the other stuff. And Janet and Bobby, and we're all a little bit different in that. But what I will tell you is on January 24th, 21st, there is no other option. The, the other shit stops. It's time to stand up on that day. If what happens, happens, whichever direction it goes. But be ready. So let's, uh, you want to call Danny in? Yeah, I think it would be a good time because yeah. he can kind of, you know, add to the story I'm just of, scared. I'm so of taking scared. action. I'm so scared, Bobby. I'm so scared. I'm, I'm scared every time I hear that phone ring. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not scared of Danny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm scared. I'm scared seeing no one doing shit outside. Oh, like, okay. Well, in the mall, that was scary, dude. That wasn't, like, cool. Like, that was fucking scary, man. Well, I was saying, like, why don't we just bring back segregation in the form of, like, we'll have anti-COVID, right. you know, shopping yeah. centers. Just, let's just, uh, hold Anti-COVID toilets. Hello? Hi. What are you doing? Um, what do you think I'm doing? Uh, jerking off. What? Jerking off? <gasps> Taking no, a shit? I'm sitting here at work fucking talking to a real dummy on the phone. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the No Mercy Podcast with Tommy G, Danny. Hey. You're all yeah, you're also here live with uh, Deplorable Janet and Bob's Lesson slash Sideshow Bob slash Puny Nerd. Okay. Would you like okay, to say anything to someone? Just, um, Dude, speak up, Danny. It's, it's fucking being put out to fucking hundreds of thousands of people. She can hear you, Danny. You can't hear her. Is this your first time doing this? Okay. First of all, before you 
I love you very much. And thank you because you love me. She said she loves you very much. More and than thank your you own because family. you love her more than okay. your own family. <laughs> What's up, Danny? Danny, how about you take the dick out of your mouth? Why do you sound muffled? I don't know why you sound muffled. I sound perfectly clear to you. No, you don't. You sound clear to me? Well, I mean, I speak very well. He's eating a hot dog. No. Okay, so what's up? Nothing much. So we're talking about, did you want to say hi to Bobby at all or no? You just pretend like he's not here? I talked to Bobby earlier. Oh, okay. Private conversation without me? Got it. Hello, hello, Bobby. He said go fuck yourself. Okay. (laughs) So, so Danny, we're talking about um, masks and all the shit that's going on right now. And how um, me and you are the alphas of the family and Bob's the beta, right? So Bob, beta Bob and me and you have all these tactics to get around wearing the masks, whether it's brute force yeah. or, or tricks. So you have a new trick that you're using that's been working. So did you want to fill everyone in on what it is? So, you know, it took me all 10 minutes thinking about what I was going to do. So I walked into the local CVS pharmacy. Without my mask on. And first I got people staring at me. So I said, okay, nobody's saying anything. I'm walking back to the pharmacy, okay? And this one lady comes up and says, sir, you should be wearing your mask. I turned around to her and I said, ma'am, I got the vaccine. I'm okay. And she said, well, that doesn't matter. I said, yes, it does. I have the vaccine. I can't transmit it to you. I can't get the, get the virus. I'm covered. You're the one that needs the mask. So she needed me to look. They kept walking. Another person approached me. Said the same thing. I said, I got the vaccine. They immediately walked away from me. The guy at the pharmacy starts laughing at me, hands me my prescription, and I walked out of the store. And while everyone was still staring at me. So it worked absolutely perfect. The little sheep followed me like, like, <laughs> like, like I was a fucking cow murderer. A sheep herder, I should say. <laughs> I had my dog pushing the sheep in the direction. Okay? The sheep followed you like you were a cow herder? I love cow herders. <laughs> <laughs> so, then I said, then I said, let me try my experiment again. Uh-huh. So, two days later, I went into a different CVS. Uh-huh. Just for the fucking... So I walked in, and the lady, the manager at the counter, said, sir, I can't come in here without a mask. So I said to her, I got the vaccine. I'm okay. And she looked at me, and she smiled, and she was sweet as can be. Was it arrogant? Was it nasty? And she said, yeah, I know that they've got to say something to me if you don't have a mask on. And I looked at her, I said, honey, I'll put my mask on for you. And I gave in because she was such a sweet lady. And I didn't want to cause her any trouble. But I'm going to try it again Saturday, but I'm afraid to take video because the people are going to think I'm, you know, it's phony. But I'm going to try it again at a different place. I was actually thinking about trying it at the supermarket. Danny, first of all. All right, so that's that's good. All right, so your new trick is just telling them you have the vaccine. And keep in mind, most of these people are, you know... Uh, not high-end 
you know, it, it, workers. Let's just put it that way, right? Like, she's working at CVS. So she's not, she doesn't have that much to lose. She doesn't give a fuck, probably, right? Like, she's going there to make her money and go home. So, you know, that'll usually fly, especially if you do it with some force and some firmness. Um, you're a little bit of a pussy, so you put your mask on like a pussy. Um, I'll let you go on that. But I think there's extra steps that need to be taken here, Daniel. I think you need to start looking at what we're looking at. First of all, you need to start speaking to nurses, Bob. That's one of the main things I'm doing. I'm trying to get a hold of some of these uh, these blank mm -hmm. cards, one. Uh, two, I am working on finding nurses that um, actually deliver the vaccine. So you'll like this one, Danny. Find a nurse you know that delivers the vaccines. One of the people who gives the shot, who you're very close with, and, you know, do your thing. For you, it may be money. For me, it may be, you know, sex. But whatever I have to offer or you have to offer – to get them, so you go to the hospital, you pretend you're getting the vaccine, you line up, and then the nurse that you know who's going to deliver it to you, just have her spray it on the floor. And no one will ever know the difference. And then you just fucking keep it moving. So, I mean, that's obviously going to be tougher. Someone like me, who's phenomenal in bed, will be able to make that happen. Someone like you, mm. Danny, probably not so yeah. much. But, um, <laughs> but those are a couple things I'm working on, Dan, as far as uh, the vaccine, what is your plan to get a vaccine card? Because I know I will be on the black market immediately. Get the vaccine. Get I mean, it. Danny, I think you could literally print out a fake business card that just says mask exempt and just walk around the store and just hold it up. Like a McLovin I, fake I ID? Yes. You, but you lied. Why? I am you fantastic lied. in bed, Dan. Because your girlfriend that you were dating for the last six months, I just spoke to her the other day. Danny, I haven't had a girlfriend for six months. Here comes a small dick joke. I love Tommy and everything. But I wish he would have sex with me. And I said, <laughs> I told me he did. He said, he, he's been, I thought he's been fingering me for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Oh, dude, I already have. Yeah, like it's lock of a century. But like, I think right now everyone's so dumb, Danny. You could just fucking literally go to a print shop, make a card that says vaccine exempt and fucking sign a name on the back and just be up there like, no, no, I, I don't. I mean, uh, mask exempt, and just show it to the person at the counter. They don't fucking know what they're looking at. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, you can, no, you can do that too, but I will actually have a vaccine card. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're Italian. Four Deep is a whole fucking cover-up, Danny. This isn't a real company. This is just a... I already have that lined up. Yeah, no. Four Deep is just a front for underground $1,000 vaccine cards. That's all we're really doing. We're just trying to bring all the patriots in and sell them vaccine cards. What did you say? I just want to see how far I can push things. And I'm probably going to go to the grocery store and try it. Danny, I, I did a whole fucking stop and shop on video. Fast forwarded it, which I'll be more than happy to send to you. Uh, I did a whole, because everyone in my chat didn't think I could do it. I did a nine-minute video. Uh, Maddie's seen it. Uh, Hannah's seen it. Shelby's seen it. I a whole video. I literally, from start to finish, from when I walked in to when I left, nine minutes in the whole stop and shop without a mask. Like, stop trying shit. Just fucking do it. Be a man. Oh, God, I can't believe you're just getting to the grocery store. I've been grocery store for four months. The grocery store gets the old, bitchy, liberal woman who think they're better than you. Mm -hmm. They're in there 
I'm going to wait for when, especially this weekend, it's double coupon sale. Okay? So you know, double coupon weekend? Double coupon weekend, Bob. Double you know what's going to happen? This fucking you know guy. You know what's going to happen? All, all the... You should put the coupon. You should put the coupons over your face like a mask. That's a good idea. If they bother me, I'll put a coupon over my face. Yeah. What? When they say, "What are you doing?" I say, "I'm just holding my coupon on my face." Twenty percent off masks. See? Well, you got a small piece Cut a little hole out of it. Tw- it's not bad. It's so, so, you think you got a brain? You may have a small penis that your girlfriend thinks she's fingering you. You're fingering her, but you got a brain otherwise. Um, so, I told you I was smart. Oh, it's exciting. And, go. and I told my wife this. I said, hi, I'm going shopping this weekend. She's begging me not to go. And I said, i got to do this. I said, but I'm not sure if I'm going to light the video up on the phone. Because I want people to take me serious. That, I'm, that I'm, I want to just see how easy it is for people to leave me alone. And so... Well, let me give you let me give you some advice now. So, as someone who, unlike you, has already been doing this for four months, like a man, and isn't waiting till the end of this shit to do it, the advice I would give you is this: If you're going into the grocery store, the most important what what was that? Who's that? All right, I thought I thought it was Joyce in the background or something. So uh, the the way to do this, Danny, is it is your presence because even Bill said it, and when you're done, he's like, I can't believe no one stopped you and secure. I'm like, it's presence. You can't go through there with weakness. You have to fucking form a mental force field around yourself. And when people say something to you, just run through them. Do not stop. Do not say like, oh, no, well, this is the debate. and blah, No, it's just, excuse me, you should have a mask on. Fuck off. And then just keep walking. Like you have to alpha the fuck out of everyone in there. And the key to the escape, because going through the aisles is easy. Because there's always going to be fucking someone that tells you like they're, they're weak. They're all weak. Just understand they're weak people trying to get you to put it on. So you're going to run through that. The, the hard part is the checkout, the cashier line. So you go to the self-checkout. That's the trick, Danny. If you want to make a full more... Uh, Stop and shop trip. You got to go to the self-checkout at the end. Easy peasy. Bang yourself out the door. You're going to be fine. I, I bang myself That's out the door tactic. all the time. Yeah. I got the whole thing filmed. I'll send it to you, Bob. Yeah. And if you go, <laughs> and if you go, Danny, the other thing too, a move that worked for me in the Disney store and the mall is you go in there and you try and find, a, n- no offense, you know I love all, all the ladies, but you, fi- you try to find what you appears to be the insecure chubby girl at the cashier line and you just fucking walk in and just toss the fuck out of it. Oh, we didn't even realize you were gone. So you just, you're fine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, not important. So, uh, so Danny, any other tricks as I, I have one more trick, but you're on, so I don't want to take up your time. Uh, any other tricks that you have or any other things that you plan on doing, uh, regarding the mask situation, or, or what are your feelings about anything that's going on around uh, around your area, your neck of the woods? Um, listen, I'm going to double coupon weekend. <laughs> okay? Didn't we just fucking hear this? There is no more Let him go. Time. Stop Let him and go. shop 
single eight ball. No, I mean, listen, I don't know if I'm ready for that. You are not, you need to go with the double coupon weekend, okay? Uh-huh. And then come talk to me. And then, and then Troy is dead because all the hags are out there. They're all, they're all out in droves. All the lesbians from your vaccine team? All the, Half draft all team. All the lesbians. Hey, didn't I have um, um, the, the, the bitch in the White House, what's her name, Kamala? <laughs> I know, I had it. Oh, Bob had it. The bitch in the White oh, House. No, Bob had it. Did you, did you see that nasty little bitch <laughs> taking my vaccine? Which nasty bitch? What a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> what a cuck she is. Come on, Harris. Come, come on. I won't take the vaccine because Trump, and now she is supposed to be the fake vice president. Oh, Joe, let me get on my knees and service you. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time. You know what? These hags. These hags. Um, <laughs> did you hear about my Black Lives Matter? <laughs> I mean, even if I did, it's 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 for the listeners. So tell us about it. Well, they posted about um, they posted about uh, closing the hotels. Hotels succumbing to the pressure of of uh, Black Lives Matter. Did you hear about that in Washington D.C.? No, go, dude. It doesn't matter if I heard it. There's a fucking hundreds of thousands of people listening to us. Next Wednesday, next Wednesday, the Trump rally. Uh-huh. Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. You know about that, right? Yeah, Janet's going. Listen okay, to the podcast. Janet's you'll going. hear the whole story. Go on. Okay, now, now, Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. went to all the hotels in Washington, in that area. Uh-huh. They said, if you open your rooms up to these people, you are white, are white supremacists supporting it. And four or five hotels caved in right. and canceled all reservations that, that day before and the day of. Okay? Right. So on that Black Lives Matter posting, they had it written. So I wrote a little note. Just a little note. Did you write him a stern letter? No, it was very nice. I said, maybe you ought to worry about cleaning up your own communities and we could start from there. Uh huh. Nice little, nice little, nothing, nothing. I love how he talks about Black Lives Matter like it's a single entity. (laughs) Just like like it's one person. Okay, so what did Black Lives Matter say back to you? So then some people replied to me and said, hey, you're a, you're a racist, you're a bigot, they better call me every name of the book some people. Right. Then, magically, my entire post got pulled down. Oh, the censorship is gone. real. Gone. Gone. Now, what did I say that was so bad? I mean, it doesn't, you don't have to say anything bad. You spoke up against the, against the man, against the, against the, uh, the authorities that be. Yeah, so my entire post got You challenge out. the narrative. That's all you need to do is Ask challenge the narrative. Ask who he's identifying as right now. What, and yeah. Bobby wants to know, what uh, what are you identifying as at the current time? <laughs> what, have, what have you chosen? Bobby was talking to me about somebody he knew and that was transforming and all that. And I said, Transforming? Transforming. Were they, were they more than meets the eyes? I'm going to be, I am Transformer, not going to be identified more than as a heterosexual, lesbian, transgender, 
Italian gay man. Well, I mean, it's not far off. It's pretty so much what we what all said. thought you've been. Hold here's on, hold on, Bobby, Bobby. Hold on, Bobby's going to say something. Go, Bob. So I said, I said to him, I said, you can't be heterosexual and lesbian. Yeah, it's and a, his so, reply was, uh, I can be whatever I say I want to be. Like <laughs> mind blowing. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of true, right? So Bobby said he told you that uh, you can't be heterosexual and transgender and gay, and you said I could be whatever I want to be. I told him I could be whatever I want to be, and he needs to shut up. Right, he does need to shut up, especially <laughs> okay. on this podcast. Okay. If I want to be myself, that I am going to be myself, that. Mm. And we, then we went this whole thing. I was trying to know what a pronoun was. And an adverb was. Uh -huh. I was getting them confused. Uh huh. So that was a whole other thing. I know. Fifth grade's hard, Danny. <laughs> Bro, like. What? Fifth grade's hard. Let me explain that real quick. Uh, Hold on, Bobby. Bobby's Bobby's going to explain <laughs> this right now. So I was asking him what pronoun he he wants to be referred to. He's like, all right, now pronouns in action, and it describes another <laughs> verb, and so I'm like, no, Danny, Danny, that's an adverb. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. So you're I'm correcting sorry. his. All right, so we Bobby had, just yeah, we had a grammar. Bobby lesson. just walked us through your grammar lesson that you two had. Yeah, I forgot. I totally forgot how that whole conversation went. Yeah, but it, it, we got into and adverbs and all that other stuff. <laughs> okay, but he started telling me I can't be this and contradicting myself, and I don't want to fucking hear about it. I can be whatever the fuck I want to be. Right. I mean, honestly, Danny, if, if if some dude could just say he's a chick and just be a chick, why can't you say you're fucking everything? It's just as ridiculous, okay. right? That's what that. See, Tom. You see, that's did, why. Did we just have a moment? I, I don't get aggravated talking to you and Bobby. Right, he's frustrating. Right, he's different than us. Okay. Okay. He's, me <laughs> he's not like us, though. An adverb. Yeah. Oh, I, I was like. He's a fucking nerd, dude. He watched Tetris. Whole, I got a whole English lesson. Me and you. Me and you. Me and you are men of the street. Danny, we're men of the people. We're more like Janet. Bobby's, you know, he's a little I, fucking fruity. I thought I was in, I thought I was in second grade Miss McGillicuddy's McGillic class. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's a little nerdy. What are you going to do? Listen, you helped raise him, so I, I do partially blame you for that. But, yes, but anyway, anyway, is everybody else okay? Everyone's good. We're all alive. Everything's going great, Dan. Everything's going you great. Wait how 20 about, minutes to ask that? How about, how about yourself? 30 minutes into your conversation. How, now you ask what everyone's doing. Well, I was reading something from the Louisiana newspaper. Okay. Halt earner. Point was two. Halt earner. Was it from Halt earner, Danny? Bobby wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I'm trying to pull it up real quick. Um, Jesus Christ. Louisiana, I mean, Jesus, come prepared. Something report. There's something report. Come prepared, Dan. Explain exactly how the election was stolen. I wish I could get the actual name of the... <laughs> the scandal of the century. That's front page. The Crawfish Gazette. Everywhere they're just suppressing it, Dan. You know how the shit works. They just fucking they, they hide whatever they don't want you to hear. You know about this news article in this Louisiana newspaper? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been up with that shit anymore. It's college football bowl season, Danny. I care about three things: football, basketball, college football. Right now, I'll wait till January twentieth to worry about the other shit. Oh, 
I'm, I'm at the point where I stopped following news. I stopped trusting politicians. I stopped believing Giuliani and fucking this source. And I'm like, I'm so far past it, Danny. I'm literally just getting myself ready to fucking rise. That's it. That's all I care about. I'm mentally preparing myself to fucking deal with what may come. And if it doesn't, great. But so no, I don't know about any information anywhere right now. Okay, I'm just wondering. Yeah. But what about you? Are, what are, what are you going to do if they start fucking mandatory masks and mandatory vaccines and doing all that shit in Pennsylvania? Would you move out of Pennsylvania? What's the plan? I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to wear a mask. But, Tom, I barely wear it now. Okay, I wear it in stores simply out of, I just don't feel like being an asshole. I mean, I think that's how they get people. I get hassled all the time. Yeah, you're a fag. I'm not, I am not wearing, I don't wear this mask, okay? And I am, I've been out there in the middle of this. Um, I'm around so many people, so many different Should we tell him he had a mask on his avatar on Twitter for like six months? Yes, we should. <laughs> I, th- I think it's better to just let him keep saying nonsense. I know he said something bad about me. No, 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 what's he even talking about? I, was, I, was, I had another phone call. As soon as you left, he, he, he said something. Who? Bobby. Ah, Bobby's an asshole. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, there's, <laughs> where I work, there's so much COVID all around me. I can't believe this. Five, six, seven people. I had my arm around a girl, a girl I work with. I was 24 inches of she COVID. Was last Friday, or a week and a half ago, I'm sorry. And she was sick, and I put my arm around her and I said, honey, you'll be okay. Just go home. Uh-huh. She had COVID. Right. She had COVID. Yeah. Okay? Right. Is it possible she had the flu or did the flu just disappear? Like an RIP flu? Like it's just no one gets the flu anymore? Everyone either is fine or has COVID? No, she, she, she got tested positive. Oh. Got you, know the, you know how reliable those things are that athletes need to get tested nine times to make sure they have it. But, okay. Yeah. But, uh, She's got COVID, and yeah. I have my arm around the stuff, mm-hmm. no mask on, telling her, you know, you'll be okay, go relax. Mm-hmm. And she, she's okay now, but she has to wait. I think, I think she's okay now because of your, your touch and consolement, Danny. I think you're like the, like Mr. Miyagi, remember he like clapped his hands and did the, did the, yeah, I think that's you. You have that like magic, uh, sand the floor touch. Hit it, Miyagi. Yeah. Well, you are you are a good person. No, I'm pretty much done with you. I mean, I, I outside of uh, any any predictions on what goes on, your Giants are playing this weekend, right? What do we got? Giants, Dallas, and then Philly, Washington. So, do you think your Giants are going to be able to sneak into the playoffs? And do you want them to, or do you want the higher draft pick? You want to hear my prediction? Yeah. I'm going to give you my prediction right now. All right. Bye, Danny. All right. So, <laughs> oh, he's going to be so mad about that one, too, because he wanted to give that prediction to everyone so bad. Oh, oh man. Uh, want, that wouldn't hurt me to do, but he it has to be done, Bob. Oh, shit. That even surprised oh, shit. me, man. Yeah, sorry. Is- I got disconnected. No, no, no. But, but before you hang up on me, there is one thing I did forget. Person. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> he's all paranoid. Are you there? Okay, 
there is one thing that I did forget. It had to do with the CBS story. So I left one part out. At Danny No Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Danny. Love you. That is perfect. That, that is perfect. That was great. I, I forgot to oh, ask you about, about that. About that. That's yeah, right. It'll be another hour and a half. We're trying to cut. Yeah, yeah. Short. But let me do. Let me do. Give you one more trick here. Uh, this is what happened. It didn't work for me, but it worked. Right? Like it made me feel good. So in the mall, uh, everyone was asking me the same thing. Uh, what happened? when you would go into stores, right? And I was like, there, did you get refused service from any stores? And I was like, yes, I got refused service from about four different stores, right? Made it through the whole food court, fine. Uh, made Bill was getting Cinnabon, I filmed us getting Cinnabon, I got the whole video for that on my Instagram, that was fine. Got through Disney, which was the big one, because that was the kids, that was, uh, that was Kurt's kids. So made it through Disney store, fine. Little bit of a hiccup, made it fine, mostly women. I, I finessed my way through. Um, got shit on, made it through Macy's, fine, made it through Neiman Marcus, fine, believe it or not, fine. What'd you get at Cinnabon? Yeah, well, Bill got Cinnabon? a Cinnabon. Bill, that's a whole nother thing. Just Bill's been talking about fucking Cinnabon for a month and a half. Like, literally, mm. it's been ad nauseum, Bob. Uh, it's been annoying. He's been talking about fucking Cinnabon so much. So I filmed him getting a Cinnabon to, to send to the subscribers. But everything wow. was fine. Uh, a couple stores where it was just like, you know what? I don't really fucking need anything in here. I don't need to go through it. Can you put your mask on? No. Uh, can you put, uh, you know what? I'll just leave, right? Like one of those. Like I do that sometimes too. I'm not saying I sit there and plant my flag in every store I go in. Like I'm also trying to get the fuck out of the mall. But the fucking one place I went to, the Bath and Body Works, you know, it always smells good. So I walked through it anyway, just because it smells so nice. But I was like, oh, you know what? I got to get a bunch of little things for my mom. I already got her her main stuff. I was like, let me see if I could pick up a couple things in here. Um, I've seen that stuff around the house when I go there for her. So I'm like, let me find some Beth and Body Works stuff. So I walk in and the fucking mask Nazis right at the front door. This five foot fucking five, little fucking 87 pound fucking nerd, parted hair, fucking glasses nerd, like you'd see playing the dorky substitute teacher in every movie from the 90s, right? Like that's who's, it's the nerd burglar standing right at the front. Excuse me, sir, can you put your mask on? And, and the move is always like to, to just, yeah, 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 I got you. Thanks, man. You know, and then keep going, right? Because I'm in a small space. If I wasn't like Macy's when they say it, I'm like, yep. And then I just bounce, right? Like just keep walking. But so I go and I just, I feel fucking nerd burglar coming from behind me, right? Like I feel him. And I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm looking and I'm being fast. And I'm like, what do I need? All right, like, grab one of these. He's like, excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir, sir. Excuse me, sir. Yeah, you need, you need to put your mask on. I'm like, no, no, I don't. And then he's like, uh, he's like, you need to put, it. I'm like, excuse me, listen, I'm going to be two minutes. I'm getting this. I'm paying over there. I'm out of your way. Okay. No, no, sir. You need, it's policy. It's company policy for you to have a mask on. So you need to put your mask on or I'm going to need to ask you to leave. Right. Dude, everything you're picturing, he had all of it. Like fucking the fucking earrings with the holes that you can fit your finger through, like all of it, right? Like fucking top to bottom, fucking soy boy to the T's, fucking extra mocha latte, soy boy. So I fucking turn around, Bobby, and this, I didn't premeditate this. I'm usually very calculated, right? So I know what my backup plan is. But I stopped and I go, I go, you know what? I don't feel safe in your store right now. I go, how about that? And he goes, excuse me? I go, you're telling me I need to put a mask on, right? 
Like, this is what you're telling me. I need to put a mask on. Why do I need to put a mask on? He's like, because those are the policies. That's the policies of the store. It's the policy of the whole state and the whole mall. I'm like, okay, you know what another policy is? Social distancing. I see that you have markers on the floor right here. And this is, where, this is the one time in the mall trip, the only time in the mall trip, you can ask Bill, every other one was calm, this one was heated, where shit got heated. Where I was like ready to plant my fucking flag and go, I'm going to motherfucking jail. And if this shit keeps on for another minute, I'm turning the video camera on this motherfucker. So Yikes. I was like, I was like, listen to me, okay? I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask, okay? I don't feel safe because these people are too close to each other in here. Because I'm looking at the cashier line right over there, and you got marks on the floor six feet apart. And I'm looking over there to my left, and there's seven people standing on top of each other. You guys are spreading COVID in this facility right now. So if you're not requiring these people to social distance, which I'm fairly certain Governor Murphy stated is a mandate for all the stores, and that's why you have markers on the floor, then you can't tell me to put a mask on. When these people start standing six feet apart across this store, including you, who's very close to me right now, when you guys start standing six feet apart, I'll start putting my mask on. You don't get to pick and choose which part of the mandate gets enacted, okay? So you're choosing not to allow these people to social distance, which I'm pretty sure if I took my video camera out and filmed this, I can get this place in a lot of motherfucking trouble. So I'm choosing not to wear my mask. So why don't we just call it even? I'm not wearing the mask. They don't have to social distance and we keep it moving. See, I think that's one of the best arguments because it's it's we're one of the things that we talked about is selective enforcement. Yes, you know, not just with you know which particular part of the mandates are you going to enforce, but you know which uh, businesses you're going to enforce those to, which get shut down, which are allowed to remain open. So that's like a really good debate and a really it's, good it's, way to. Get and you know what it is? It scares them too, Bob, because guess what? Now, if I wanted to take it to that next step, keep in mind, it's fucking Christmas Eve. I'm trying to get the fuck in and get the fuck out. I didn't go there to make an Instagram video or fucking cause a scene. I literally forgot what I was walking into until I pulled in because I've been a hermit not going to places like this. I go to the stop and shop once a month. I load the fuck up and get the fuck out. And that's it. So it wasn't until I pulled up to the mall and I was walking into the mall where I went, oh, fucking Christ. I'm about to walk into fucking mask hell. Like I, I really didn't think ahead on this thing. So, but that would be the point where, because keep in mind, I'm all about that moment. I'm not about broadcasting it to fucking everybody. That's why Bill's usually taking the videos. For me, it's like, I'm not going to take my camera out and be like, I'm filming you right now because now I'm acting. I want this motherfucker to know I'm being serious. This is about me. This isn't about me fucking getting a like or, or a click. But the move there, the next move, which should have been and what I would advise you guys to do, take your camera out at that moment and start filming like the Karens do. And say, okay, by the way, this is me in Bath and Body Works in the Willowbrook Mall in whatever town, whatever state. And I'm filming right here. As you can see, this gentleman right here, what's your name? Andy. Andy right here is not social distancing from me. He's very close to me. And then you can see he's also not enforcing all these people around here who are not social distancing. So, and then, and then you tell him, Andy, would you like this to go out? Because you could get in a lot of trouble for this, Andy, and Bath and Body Works could probably fire you for not enforcing the social distancing that's going on here. Mm. So are we going to let me go buy my three little bottles of fucking smelly shit for my mom? Or do you want this video being sent out everywhere? Because what I'll do for you, Andy, and I didn't do this. This is what I'm going to do next time. What I'm going to do for you here, Andy, is I'm going to click this delete button the second you tell me I could walk to that register. Are we wow. good? Good. Delete it. There you go. And keep in mind, it's still in your uh, deleted photos if you ever need it later. Wow. But that's going to be my move going forward. So I, in, in, because what, how this ended was him being like, well, sir, I don't get to enforce the this and that. And it was just, people were starting to look at me and it was just like, 
I, I'm, I'm in a place I know, and I, it's Christmas Eve. Like, I'm not about it. So I was like, you know what, buddy? I was like, I'm going to leave because you don't fucking have anything here that I want anyway. But just remember, you might want to enforce both sides of the policy next time. All right? And he was like, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. But he, like, shut down with the social distancing argument. So I think that's the new move. That's the new move that, for me. It's and I'm filming one. it next time. And it's not one that's difficult to do for anybody as well. I mean, like, you know, it's it's something that's easily, like, even, you know, we talk about how, like, they they allow, you know, you're six feet apart outside, but inside it's overcrowding. Right. So this can happen at, like, a Walmart everywhere. or something. Anywhere. 7-Eleven, yeah. everywhere. It only, yeah. You only have to social distance outside or at the cashier. Nowhere else. Nowhere fucking, else in the fucking place. You can walk around like a six-foot, you know, you know, little noodle and just say, yeah, like just hold it out. Be like, y'all aren't six feet apart. Here, yeah. check this out. Gonna- yeah. Or no, just bring a fucking tape measure. Just yeah. bring one like, just snap out the tape measure. Like, yeah. I like those little pool noodle things. You know what I'm talking about? That you can wh- whack each other with? Those Bag. styrofoam pool noodles? Fag. Um, the one thing about liberals that you'll notice, and you all notice this, they're all bark, no bite, right? They're fucking poodles. They're all fucking poodles. So once you bark back at them, they fucking cower. And the second you put their own safety at risk, and it doesn't have to be with a fight or a gun or anything. I'm not talking about that shit. I'm saying their job security, their safety of their financial situation. Once you tell them, you know what? Take the Janet thing. You're violating my HIPAA law. And you know what? What's your name? What's your name? Linda? Linda, what's your last name? Do you have an employee number? Like, start asking that type of shit. And then, be, and then watch how quick they'll turn around and be like, you know what, just, I, I don't want to do it. Like, hold on, let me call my lawyer. And where, where are you from? How long have you been working here? Like, start asking them quite. I don't have to tell you that. Well, I'm going to find it out anyway, Linda. So, and just push that because liberals cave. They quit, they cave. They're like millennials. They just fucking quit and cave. So if you just push them one level further, yes. And they're, they're you know what they are? They're bullied people. They feel like they've been bullied their whole lives by the jocks and the cheerleaders and the athletes and all these people. This is their chance to be a cop. All the liberals in 2020 are these Karens are so excited that they have their chance to be a person of authority. They're no longer at the nerd table. They get to enforce the mask law or this thing. And if you just push back a little bit, they collapse and melt like butter. That's what they do. And the problem is they're not trained. They don't have any authority. They don't have any power. They're just trying to be fucking like cool for the first time in their life. And because they're going to go home and tell the story. I made this guy put a mask on like this fucking mask Nazi at Bed Bath and Beyond or uh, Bath and Body Works. I guarantee you he was he was getting hard ons telling people to put their mask on because the first person to fucking listen to him say something in his whole entire life. But anyway, I got to get out of here in a second, Bob. So uh, let anyone else have any final words? Bobby, Janet, let me start with you, Bob. Final words. No, um, I think, you know, as the new year hits and we say goodbye to 2020, I always say try to look at the silver lining and kind of like what Janet's saying, um, I think it's important that we see some of the good that came out of all this this virus stuff. One, we created a really good community or growing a, a community that, you know, in turn uh, gave back to allow Janet to go uh, to December or to, to Washington, D.C. on um, January 6th. So, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I say, uh, thank you to everybody out there. Um, also, you know, uh, this turned 
this virus turned a lot of people on to our podcast and our platform and realistically our way of thinking. And I mean, our like not not like we're a monolith or anything, but just to the fact that we're beginning to question. So the more people you can turn on to our podcast, uh, the better. And that way, you know, this is our way of, of realistically taking action. You know, there's so many different ways you can take action, whether it's through not wearing a mask or just testing the social norms of, of everyone around you, getting people to think critically, getting them to think how rather than just thinking what to think make yep. make sure we t- we teach people how to think and that, that's the most important message i guess we could uh we could say going into the next year oh that was sweet and we and honestly i love you guys as much uh as everyone else here you guys are the best i appreciate you not only for what you do for us but what you do for janet and what you do for other people in the community and each other uh it's been phenomenal i've really enjoyed 2020 it's been absolute hell for me um, from losing accounts to, you know, losing companies and starting over and losing friends and family. I'm sure it's been hell for a lot of other people, but you know, I've been through this before. I'm sure a lot of you, Bobby's been through it and Janet's been through it in their own ways, be it health or relationships or whatever it was. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, part of me is glad this 2020 happened. I just really hope that this year, and, and I pray for this, that we are past the point of new year's resolutions. If shit gets sideways, it's time for a New Year's revolution. And this is the theme of 2021. Unfortunately, we have to prepare for that. Hopefully, everything goes perfect. Everything goes to plan the way we're expecting. Trump's back in. Everyone's pissed off. There's probably still going to be some sort of revolution. But I really want everyone to have a revolution within yourselves Start thinking, how am I going to change what I'm doing? How am I going to make a difference? Even if it's something simple as not listening to what a cashier tells you or not standing six feet apart for someone or hugging your mother or doing anything that you can to just start standing up and saying, enough, I'm not going to take it anymore. So 2020 is behind us pretty much. Uh, we're ringing in 2021 in a couple of days. And uh, by the next time we record this podcast, I think we will be a day or two either before, I'm looking right now, January 6th. We'll probably have one more podcast before January 6th, right, Bob? Yeah, we should have uh, one more podcast before uh, Janet goes down to D.C. So Technically, January 6th is the day that we're supposed to drop the podcast. So it will either yeah. be the day after or the day before, most likely. But um, we love you guys. Uh, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Uh, go make a New Year's revolution. And uh, we will talk. Wait, to you hold soon. on, hold on. Don't yeah. stop yet. You're going to end 2020 by stealing my fucking tagline. Yes, the way we came in. Okay, then well, that's perfect. Great yes, that's what I was doing. I think this, uh, I think 2021, they're going to try to push, you know, as new strand, strains of COVID start the Hegelian dialectic process all over again and try to mask us. And I think it's going to have to be the mom and pops, the small businesses, the people coming in. It's not in a prediction, from- Bob. This is a statement. What's your prediction? This is my prediction. This is my prediction. What's going to happen is they're going to keep trying to push new COVID. Well, we know that. Don't work, all this shit. And so I think uh, after January 6th, I think the GOP party is going to be dead. I really do. I think Does they're Trump gonna- win? Do I think Trump gets sworn in? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, okay. But, you know, th- that's... Like I said, 90, 95% sure, I believe. It's just because I feel like he's acting as if he has the Trump card. But if, if January 20th comes and Joe Biden gets sworn in, then like we said, this is your plan B. Yep. Yeah. Don't be afraid of plan B. To all my poos, poos, and pookadooshes, good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Well, 
It's the No Mercy Podcast with Tommy G. We sure like talking about conspiracies. The party begins when we're four drinks deep. That's when we start trying to rip pill the she create the mayhem. We create the mayhem.